This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For those of you that like a meteor episode to kick off your week, well, guess what? I got one for you. I'm joined by my good friend, Taria Faison of the What Else Is Going On podcast, and we got some things to talk about. We kick it off with a Salt Lake City discussion. We go over to Miami and talk about the Lenny of it all, the Alexia of it all. We talk about all of it, okay? And then we finish with a very well-rounded conversation about love and marriage Huntsville. You know, the reunion just concluded, and we had some things to say. Plus, this episode is kind of like a part one of an episode coming on later this week, okay? So listen to the Love and Marriage Huntsville part, and then tune in later this week. This is your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Hello, everybody. I am back with another episode for you today. And I've got, listen, you know, we all we all got our friends. We all got, you know, our people. And you know, some friends you got to go to the club with. And you don't hang out with them in real life. You know, you got your friends that you work with. You got your friends that, you know, you got all your friends. Listen, whenever I need a new product for my face, I reach out to this person, okay? Before we started the Zoom call, it was about 10 minutes before, I said, okay, hey, I'm coming. Don't worry. I just got to do my, my milk cleanser. I got to do my facial scrub. I got to do my serum. And then I'm ready. That's all I got to do. And you know, we, she already knew because she was doing the exact same thing. So we always on the same page, okay? Y'all, I've got your favorite, Taria Faison with me of What Else Is Going On podcast. Hi, Taria. Hi, Kendrick. I just need to be clear in case he wasn't for y'all. I'm an all of those type friend, just to let y'all know. Yes. So no, I'm just, I'm just no but when yeah. Kendrick texts me about his face routine, y'all, this is funny. No matter what, if I am running behind, 
I still like gotta do like I just gotta speed it up, but I gotta mm-hmm. do like your face is your base, baby. Like, yes. So I, when he said that, I was like, yes, great, thank you. Yes, I'm telling you, we gotta we gotta keep it together, okay? Because we don't want to be out here, you know, 40 years old looking 75. So listen, and we I'm got 40, to do our thing. And I'm already 45, so I would be looking 90. Yes, come on. And you know, COVID had my face looking. I said. Uh, and no thank you I'm gonna be in the house I'm gonna be glowing walking around the house how about that but you ever notice like this is sick but like <laughs> when you get a fever probably right before maybe 101 you kind of sweat a little bit and your skin has this Mm-hmm. To it. but then I started getting nervous because I know my grandmom had said like the old people like right before they pass away they skin be clear like that happened with my grandfather Ooh. I said now wait a minute Jesus right. <laughs> this is not a byproduct I'm not going anywhere I'm right? telling you look it'll have you shook no. it'll have you shook Ooh. but if I do I'm gonna be glowing laying down Hello. Okay. Y'all, you, you know, they put you in there. They say you looking casket sharp and you casket ready. You ain't got to put no makeup on me, baby. I'm ready. Just let this sweat, let this sweat glisten on me. I'm ready. Don't put none of that. Don't put none of that. Don't put cremation on number me. nine on me. Don't do none of that. That don't match. No. Oh, you know, I hate to go to a funeral and they put on some makeup that don't match the person's but I oh, that it, looks it like just, it's a totally different color. It's like it is. You did know Wesley Snipes like complexion and you didn't put them on Holly Berry's complexion. <laughs> Two entirely different ones, okay. We got listen, go to Giselle. She had every hue. You could have found that damn hue and that makeup or something because I Wesley Snipes won it. I'm sorry to tell listen, you. I listen, listen. Yeah, you're right. Like, come on, let, let our people look like our people. Like, okay. In the I casket. hate it when they look and, and nothing worse too. When you can tell somebody don't know what they're doing, like you know, Ooh. sometimes they just look so good, so they look like they just yes. sleeping. Yes. But other times it look like they just got some baby powder on their face, and it's like, <laughs> what? It's giving Casper. Like why y'all? I know they are ghosts now, but what? damn, you got to- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You said <laughs> they I'm look damn like a an ashy tint, almost like when us black yes. folks use sunscreen y'all need to use black girl magic sunscreen i'm telling you it's the bomb mm-hmm. is to fix skin problems of people that i know white folks actually can use it too i gave it to our mutual friend chelsea she loves it yeah but, um, but like that's what you look like you're like that is not my auntie looking like that <laughs> i went to okay just in case one of my cousins somebody listen i'm not gonna <laughs> say no names but <laughs> I've gone to a funeral, you know, like I, I'll use my dad an example too. My dad, they had him looking so good in that okay. It looked like he was just asleep. I was like, okay, that's my dad. And that's my daddy <laughs> right there. Okay. That's good. I went to one of my family members' parents' funeral. I got up there. I, I, cause I was crying, come down the aisle. I was like, no, Jesus, I can't do this. I'm not gonna be able to do it. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Okay, take a breathe, breath, deep breath, deep in there, breathe in, there. breathe in. And I got up there. I said, who's there? And I said, I wasn't even crying. Them. I, who's there? Who, who that lady? Who that is? They had to tell that. Who's there? And I looked. I said, I know you fucking lying. That is not. Are uh-uh. you serious? I sat my ass on down. I said, no, nah, come on, let's get the hell up out of here because this. Uh-uh. He ain't here no way. So let's right. Get- she 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 not already gone home. It's okay. We all let's, let's get out of here. Yeah, I didn't. Kendra, they, been, they had her looking. She hey. went from. <laughs> My heart hurts. He said, "Oh, it was a mess." She went from 
I don't know what she went from. She went from uh uh uh. <laughs> you can't even think. I'm laughing. I can't even think of. I don't you know. Said you were crying coming down, and then I was. Oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. Oh I was ready because one thing about me, I'm a cry at a funeral. Me I don't. Too. I don't cry. I'm well, an emotionless monster. I don't cry nowhere else. But if I as soon, I don't have to know the person. I step foot in the funeral and I see somebody in the family cutting up crying. Oh, I'm crying. Now, see, I'm, I was going to say I will to to an extent, but I am the opposite because really? I always feel like because it hasn't been like my my parents or like a husband or a child, which Lord, let us all go home in the rapture in Jesus name. Amen. Together. Yes. Um, but I always feel like the person who it died. So like my great, well, my grandfather, I did because my grand, me and him were really close and he was the first body that I ever touched. But mm. outside of that, I want to make sure I, I try to be there for the person which I know is really weird because then it'll hit me at a random time but like when my father-in-law passed I had to, I had was the one that ended up having to call and tell Corey it was like a couple days mm. like a little bit before my birthday and I remember thinking oh god I don't want him to associate this with that and him be sad not even because of me like thinking about my birthday but him being sad around that time right mm -hmm. so I made up in my mind right before I, when I got the call, I then took a deep breath and I was driving in some of these backwoods, almost like when we went to the winery and all those woods we was going through. I was there's a yes. part of Maryland like that, and I said, "You will not cry until he is, everything is done, funeral mm -hmm. is over, and then you can have." So my cousin always teases me. His cousin, she was like, "Girl, <laughs> you was at the funeral like a guard dog because Corey does not like." I've seen him cry once in 20 years before that. Wow. So I already knew mm -hmm. that would, that was his dad. He was like the baby boy. Mm -hmm. So I told myself, you're not allowed to cry. So my cousin said, girl, you were sitting up there looking like a guard dog. Like I dare anybody to come over here and say anything. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was so, I don't even know how I held it together that the, the Paul Bear stand, I don't even think he remembers standing by the casket. When he was crying, they were crying. Mm -hmm. So that's how, and I was like, you better not drop a tear. When my grandmother, that was like my mom, even in the hospital, it was my mom and my uncle crying. I was like, you better cry when you are by yourself. And then even then, like I had one moment that I like broke down the night before the funeral. I heard her in my ear, you get yourself together. I said, okay, I'm not crying, grandma, I'm not crying. Because <laughs> you know how black folks, like you, I'm gonna give you something to cry for. Right. But, so with funerals, it's really weird. Now, like I told you, I was crying about Damar. I was crying about Lisa Marie. Mm -hmm. I was watching the best man final chapter and cried probably in every episode <laughs> to stuff and I remember being at the funeral thinking people are going to think that's his daughter-in-law she's not even crying but it was like my body would not because I knew I knew how to take care of Corey you had to be strong mother-in-law yes and uh -huh. all all funerals for some reason now on, now we'll be talking and I'll just bust out crying he was like you cry more than I do I'll be like I, I just can't help it I just but so it's funny that you say that. Ooh, but I don't know. But it's 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 wild, and I've I've made it a mission to not be afraid because I remember. But y'all, I know this is probably a little bit morbid. But how how old were you? Do you remember when you first went to your first funeral? Because I was like nine or ten. Oh, my first funeral. It had to be when I was two. Maybe my grand. No. There was one few they didn't let me go to because I was too young. Okay. So I didn't go to that. But I think my first one had to be when I was like seven, I think. I, I feel like we start young. 
Right. I feel like at, and I don't know if it's like this in white communities or not, but I know for black communities, it's like, I know so many people whose funerals were, were young and my kids, Mm -hmm. they were 13 and 10. No, they're two Mm -hmm. child years apart as day. (laughs) <laughs> 13. My son had just turned 13. So Sky was 10. She did, was going to be 11 in May. And it was my, my in law, my Corey's dad's sister's husband. So like our uncle. Mm-hmm. And I remember we sat like two rows, like it was right there. And they were talking about how beautiful, beautiful the service was and the mm-hmm. sermon was. So that, and I said to them, you're blessed to be 13 and 10. And this is your first funeral because by that time I had been, like I said, I was nine, but I still have probably been to like two, three more, like right around that same time frame. So it's just, it's just not that you want to get used to death, but I also just don't want them to be afraid of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it happens. So, Mm -hmm. but child Lisa Marie and DeMar, thank God he's alive. We were talking, that had me shook. I said, Lord, let my heart be, that not my heart be troubled. Yes, I've been there. That shook me. I couldn't sleep that night. Like it was hard to go to sleep that night yeah. watching that. It was whoa, that's I was too watch- much. I, I was watching the players, and I think that's what got me. The fact that they were so openly expressing, yeah, their love for their teammate. Oh, child, about to make me cry now. But I was like, it in a. It's like a beautiful nightmare, but like they really have love for each other. They're like a team. That's like their brother. So, and then mm-hmm. they were like. What do you think about social media today as far as sharing information? Because somebody, people were reposting the video of him falling. And Mm -hmm. that's how I, well, I saw it because my TV stays on ESPN. Mm -hmm. But even the thing with takeoff, I was randomly scrolling um, the day after, either either the day after, two days after he was murdered. Seeing the dice game, the shootout and all this. Yeah. And saw his body, like them moving. And I was like, what is going on? So then with... I hope I'm saying his name right, Damar, but yeah, people were like, stop, um, stop posting this. And then other football players were like, please stop posting this. Mm-hmm. But then somebody was like, I think it's a good idea to post this to continue to let the the um, NFL know you need to do something. You need mm-hmm. to have, you know, like better pat, whatever. But so mm-hmm. I was kind of torn with that. I was like, I guess, but I don't know if it was my friend or somebody that I considered a brother or whatever, I wouldn't want to continue to see that on social media or having people Mm -hmm. tag me in it or whatever. So what do you think? Like, I feel like it could be good, but then it could be like, "Mm." like I get, we, I don't know if there ever become a day where it doesn't stop because now we live in a, you know, a society where you have to be the first to post something or you got to go viral and all this kind of stuff in order to be successful as a content creator, all this kind of stuff. Everybody wants to be a damn content creator. So it's, it's hard. I don't know. I, I, I can always like put myself in the family's shoes because I can imagine like, Oh God, I would hate to see this over and over again, but certain videos, like I wouldn't have been able to watch that had I known like he, if I knew he had like passed away, yes, like I oh, wouldn't have been able to watch that. Okay, okay. But so like all the like the takeoff videos and all this stuff, I have I have to keep because I can't. I don't want to see that. That's, that's yeah, yeah. It's too much. You deal yeah. with you see and hear about, uh, especially like black death all the time. I can't yes. bring myself to scroll and keep watching like the death of black people in my time. I can't like even when I see stories about like. I'll read a story about p- police brutality before I watch a video. Yes, there was this one video, I forgot what it was, but it took me so long to finally like bring my, it had been one of the trials 
I remember one of the trials that was like televised. Yes. One yes. of those, I can't remember what video, which one it was, but it took me so long. But to the George it. Floyd, because I, it took me a Maybe. long time to watch that. My dad had even watched it. Mm-hmm. My dad, he was like, I can't believe this. And it took me a long, like a yeah. long time to watch the full thing. It's too much. I can't it do is. it. And like you said, of, of people that look like you, because you know that had it been, it could have been very well been you, your cousin, mm-hmm. your sister. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what, to me, when it hits, like, it could have been any of us. It could have been Jen Shaw. Oh, whoops, it could not have been because Jen Shaw didn't turn into a white woman. But can, can we jump over to her? Because uh-huh. listen, y'all, so our, the, the docket for our episode today. <laughs> we go, we're mainly here to talk about love and marriage, Huntsville, but we're going to start off with some Bravo chat. And for those of you that don't by chance, because I know a lot of y'all do because we talk about it. If y'all do not watch Love and Marriage, Huntsville or Bell Collective or any of the own TV shows, you need to start. And I think this episode will give you a good reason as to why, because this is exactly how a reunion should go. We've seen three parts now. The everything from the host, the cast, with one exception, I'll get into that because I got to ask you a, a couple things. Okay, but everybody, like all this entire, it's just this is how you do a reunion. Like I wanted every other part immediately. Me too. Most of these other, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to single out Bravo, but most of the Bravo reunions now, I'm say like, it, say girl, it, girl. I'm just you like, I, I ain't got, you, you can keep it. And it looks like they can keep this Salt Lake City reunion. Child. So let's start. We're going to get into some Salt Lake City chat. I just want to talk about how abysmal this finale was. <laughs> we're going to go over to Miami. And then we're going to jump into Love and Marriage. Huh? Miami. That's really why we're here, okay? We I always want to say Pussy Popping with your man in Miami. Okay. Hey, come on, Tana. Come on, Tana. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the, the criminality of it all. Jen Shaw, this finale, everything. So obviously the big kind of buzz that was going around on social media was we got a trailer for salt lake city and bravo has really gotten into this habit where they will include some like super like clickbaity viral potential moments in these trailers and then they don't show them on the actual show we've seen it with the atlanta reunion trailer we've seen it with uh every other show on bravo like seen it with jersey and like all this but now this moment where apparently at this party that Heather had, there was a lot, there was like explosion after explosion after explosion that we just did not see. The main one being Jen Shaw versus Dana. What's Dana's? I don't know Dana's last name. I, I don't know. Da- oh, which child? Uh, Dana with I, the two ends. That's what, <laughs> Dana with the two ends. Dana with the two ends. <laughs> Dana with the two ends, baby. We, her and they got into a big blowout and apparently uh, Jen Shaw got beside herself like most criminals do. And then she, Dana has to read her from start to finish. And I would have liked to see it, yes. especially since this is someone who might potentially get bumped up next season. This is someone who might be a friend of again. And why are you taking the spotlight away from them if you want uh-huh. us, the viewer, to like buy into them being a housewife? Very weird. I know yes. there are a lot of new women in contention, but what did overall just what did you think of this finale? Give me any thought that you had. Give me uh do you think they made the right decision to focus the second half on them going to New York to be with Jen and all this kind of mess, you know, supporting criminal? How, how did you feel about this? I feel like there's no way in the world that Lisa Barlow was surprised. Is this the type of friend I have? Look at her behavior. Right. Again, I go back to you never even you didn't even care for Jen after she went off on Meredith that time and, and that whole dinner when they were, I think they went, wait, were they in Vegas? But then 
<laughs> when you kind of started having issues with Meredith about Jen knowing about her marriage issues, then you kind of wanted to see it from Jen's side. When, when they were all in that room and said, who here basically has had a problem with Jen Child and they all raised their yes. hands. Then all of a sudden you felt for her, but you knew who Jen was. And I truly believe that people know what their friends are capable of, especially because she can never explain to you Mm-hmm. Number one, what she did. And number two, all of y'all have said there's been whispers about Jen anyway. So mm-hmm. this isn't all out of the blue. I think it's interesting how mainly Heather is trying to pivot herself for next season to disalign herself mm. with Jen. Now, all of a sudden, you're talking about she's got to eat her. She's going to eat her words mm-hmm. and all this other stuff when you were so ride or die. Listen, I don't think people that use that Please know what that means. Because why do I have to die? So you 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 riding and dying for everybody? <laughs> right. Certain people get that. I'm not riding and dying for everybody. I got a family, no. okay? So I'll ride and maybe put some in your gas tank, but I ain't exactly. going to ride and die with your ass. No, I'll ride maybe get into a little scuffle, but a little, little tussle right. on your you know, behalf. We'll, we'll run down on a whole for you, but we yes. don't do too much else. Like, right. mm-hmm. Listen, nah. again, I don't want to be casket sharp, not ready for that. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so I just found it interesting that how quick Heather was to kind of like disassociate herself I'm saying that I think Lisa knew, but I do feel like as much as I don't really care for Lisa Barlow, number one, she's a beautiful woman. Number two, I think that in her heart of heart, she didn't want to believe it. So Mm -hmm. I think the thoughts that she was having in her head, she's now having like outside of herself, like, I can't believe this, like, you know, all of that. When it comes to them cutting out that scene with Danica, a part of me is like, or Lord, I didn't call the woman Danica from- Not from, the, from the Wonder Years, Danica McKellar from the Wonder Years. When it comes, yeah. Winnie, when it comes, to, not Winnie. When it comes to Salt Lake City's version of Winnie, now when it comes to Dana, I would be interested in knowing when they decided they were going to take that part out. Mm-hmm. Did they decide it? Like how how quick can production turn things around? Right. So like, did they decide it when she pled guilty? Mm-hmm. Even though this, like, when did they, de- when did they decide it? Because then I'm thinking, so did you do it for her family? And even then Jen was still lying. When you, when you think about right. her testimony and she apologized to her son, I'm sorry, you had to be waking up at gunpoint. The footages didn't show that. The right. footages showed that he was, that they walked out. Not that uh-huh. that was any better. I'm just saying. So I just feel like I want to know when Bravo decided to take that footage out. I want to know what Dana feels about them taking that footage out. I also want, I would have wanted to see if it was a real authentic moment or if it was Danica knowing, really feeling that way, but also knowing, oh, I can get a moment off of this. Because right. we'll be, we'd be able to tell watching. Absolutely. We would decide for this shit in a minute. I think it was so corny. I do think that, that um, Wilted Rose would still show up for a conjugal visit. <laughs> absolutely so, I just think it was so like disjointed was yeah. the word for me it was like it wasn't cohesive it was so d- disjointed and just I want to know if there's any part of Jen that has like really tapped into like not this person she present, not this black woman that she presents herself to be but has mm-hmm. she tapped into 
who she is and do you feel stupid watching all this back and your actions and your behavior? I mean, it, it's this, this show didn't do her any justice. And why is Andy going to have a one-on-one? It's not Teresa where Teresa, you know that she didn't know, but also even if she did, they pled not guilty. They didn't right. change their plea to guilty, right? right? So why is Andy having this sit down? If you had to showed us everything in the show, we'd have probably gotten everything we needed to see. And how many episodes did they cut? I feel like they cut the season short. Oh, they had to have. I feel like it was supposed to be at least three more episodes. Yes, like which is child. And it's if weird. I hear, I, I almost feel like is a part of Heather. Like, did they do it so that her bad Mormon book wouldn't be upstaged? Her. Child. For what? <laughs> for what? Listen, this Salt Lake, for me, the first two episodes, I, I, I stand on the first two episodes, boring as hell. So I didn't think I was going to watch the season. I was like, this shit's boring. Around episode three and then beyond, it started getting good. I started yeah. really getting into it. And then we once we started going on that, I don't know what trip it was, but it might have been the trip with the black eye, but it was the it trip, was, yeah. the constant dinners, like the end of the episode, both of the, it was, listen, it was must-see TV. Like, those some good-ass episodes. Once the black eye happened, the season went downhill super fast. And I, so it, it, it really did, like, start low, got high, ended low. So it looked like this, an EKG. Yeah, exactly. Heart <laughs> of the baby. The finale for me, my thing is nobody. Oh, and this no shade, brother. Okay, nobody is watching that damn love without border shit th- that damn religiously. So you could have made this, you know, if you just had to, like, okay, we need to cut room or something like that. Y'all could have made this one of those random ass supersized finales and added that fifteen minutes in. We needed to see that because otherwise, this finale just was stupid and made no sense. Now the producer hat. Let me put that on for a second. I understand that these shows are not just for current viewing. These are, they have to think about when people see them later, when people, you know, whatever the case is. So they can't just tell a story and not complete it. So I get it. It'd be weird if season four gems not there. You did a yada, yada, yada. But it, to me, you, Cutting it wasn't the option. Like cutting no. it wasn't the the good choice. You could have made this a longer episode, yeah, or you could have just added a whole other finale. And just if you wanted to, fine. Focus on Jen, Heather, and Meredith and Seth out there in New York. <laughs> Apparently, Seth the only one asking the real damn questions on the right. show. I don't right. where the hell they came from. I don't know, but y'all could have focused a whole other episode on that to end this shit so early. It makes me think that okay. I don't even know if you, I, I see, I was about to blame it on ratings, but that was a, like, the, I think the second highest rated episode of the season, which is kind of crazy too. I think everyone was expecting to see that blowout between Jen and that. But so everybody so was weird. tuning in. Yeah. It's so weird. I don't know. Salt Lake City, what do you think? Because I've been asking anybody within earshot, what do you think they can do for season four to really kind of rebound the show? Because right now, I don't think anyone's interested. And that's the, the problem. Just throw it away all together. Uh-huh. Okay. Or do you think throw it away and start over or just throw it away and let's move on to a new franchise or bring Miami over? Like what you <laughs> You know <laughs> what? what? You I, I like the idea of flipping Miami and Salt Lake City. You want to keep Salt Lake City because okay, it's been three years. 
people have grown to like some of these women. We, you know, we have a connection to them. Mm-hmm. We know who they are. So put them on Peacock and maybe make it a test, give them a test to see. We have to see if you can bring, I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. We have to see if the audience still connects with you. Still give and a then, good goddamn, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't necessarily think, I miss Mary. I've always, e- even when she was at her wildest, I still liked Mary. You know how I feel about Mary Cosby. Yes. I like me some Mary Cosby, okay? <laughs> the only reason I wouldn't want Mary to come back is because now y'all want her to tap dance like a minstrel when y'all was talk, dogging mm. her out, calling her racist, calling her everything but a child of God, when that's really what she proclaimed she was. And <laughs> But now y'all want her to come back and tap dance for and y'all. And now cause, she didn't send Jesus after Jen, and now y'all want her to come back. Uh-huh. Y'all better be careful. Y'all ones was talking on y'all. Y'all might get, have fraud charges. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mary said Jesus don't play about her. But okay. I don't think, I think if the answer, if they brought Mary back, I need Mary <clears throat> to have a, a actual real life friend. And the problem is, mm-hmm. I don't know if, not even in a petty way, if she has actual grounded friendships or if it's just friendships through her church, right? Because I think if it's somebody coming on from her church, then it's going to be, you know, she's Mother Mary. So yes. like, that's not going to work out well. That's just going to be somebody being a puppet like Lisa Renner was to Erica Jane. Yes. And yes. we don't need that. I think her and Meredith have a good enough relationship yes. to where yes. if they really like were Kiki and on camera, I could see that people going up for their duo. All of a I sudden, that, remember when they weren't? Right. And I think that people wrote off Meredith because she defended Mary. And yes. I'm going to go up for Meredith and say, I'm just going to say, Kendrick, no, y'all listen to us. So y'all know that sometimes little birdies close to close that are right there in the mix will share things with us sometimes. Uh-huh. And I will say that the reason Meredith went so hard for Mary was because Mary allegedly for, allegedly yes okay. allegedly allegedly allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Mm-hmm. y'all can't see it the banner's up the big yes. banner allegedly don't come over here because I am not Tasha K honey allegedly allegedly, okay. allegedly. I ain't I got not, for me for I'm not moving to Africa for y'all asses okay? just get ready I'm not hiding out in Africa <laughs> acting like I'm now visiting the motherland um how she started like Rodney said when she, she, she waves when she starts but allegedly 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 Meredith knew that Mary felt the same energy that a lot of us black folks felt from that girl watching the show towards Mary. Mm-hmm. And so Mary had a conversation with Meredith and Meredith without asking a lot of questions was like, if that's what you, if that's what you feel, that's what it is. And I'm going to stand beside you allegedly. Mm. So for me, that always endeared Meredith to me a little because I know what it's like being the only black face in a white space and you know what you feel, but people say, no, no, they're not like that. They have black friends. Their in-law is married to a black woman. No, they can't be right. like that. And it's like, <laughs> no, for me, I always had a level of respect for Meredith that I didn't have for some of the other ladies, because mm-hmm. then on the opposite end, you have Jen trying to throw Meredith, I mean, trying to throw Mary under the bus. Oh, she said she wouldn't want to be outside, you know, with Black people. Then when it was convenient for Jen, you know, then you want to align with Mary. So if 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 Mary came back, because I did see Meredith's comment about her trying to get Mary to come back, I want to see the, the, the humanness of Mary, right? Mm-hmm. And not 
yes, she's a pastor, but we know that pastors are people too. And I don't mean people too, in the sense of come on there while and out, but I mean, in the sense of they're human. So they're going to have attitudes. They're going to be angry. They're going to be upset. It's all in how you handle it. But I want to see, I want to see a more human form of Mary, but I will tell you, Mary was right in everything she said. And when Mary is operating in that pastoral role with the women, she's spot on with Uh the stuff that she said. I want to see it. And I want to see her pay the devil and Whitney dust. Yes. You know, I've never seen it for Whitney Rose. Never. Thank you, Kendrick. I just always Mm -hmm. thought that she was gorgeous and sexy and the drunker she got walking around. Um, Me and Amanda, Amanda said it. And I was like, you're exactly right. The drunker she got that night when they was cooking them steaks and them underwear, the prettier she got. I said, no, wait a minute. (laughs) Amanda, you right. She's a pretty drunk, but I've never, I've never seen it for uh, Whitney either because I don't like the producing that I see going on. That doesn't make right. sense. It doesn't follow. So I really would like Mary to come on. I would like Mary to come on and have Meredith. I would also maybe like a friend of Meredith's and even maybe a yeah. friend of Lisa's because that will then force bet. Because I, I believe if Lisa had her friend come on and I don't, I could be wrong. Maybe her and Whitney have formed a real friendship, but I don't know if I would see it lasting. So. You know what? It should be because you know Heather. If you think back to season one, Heather and Lisa, the reason why they were quote unquote friends because they had a lot of mutual friends. Yes, they would all hang out together in groups. Yes, it should be one of those. And so, like this person is put in the middle of the two of them. Like so, then you got a connection of both of them. We could okay. That's good. Let me go ahead and cast the show for you. Okay, come on, come on, cast it. Y'all send me a check when it happens. Like it's okay. Can I say this? Yes. Can I, can we have a noticeably black woman on the show? Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> is this song in Salt Lake? Okay. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but according to Coach Charter, it's not. So you know what? Maybe right. not. Maybe not. We might need to put <laughs> tell Coach Charter put a wig on and come on, child. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and I got to <laughs> ask you a question about that. Go ahead. Okay. So I would say. I'm okay with that, the core four staying for the sole fact that that's what the audiences know. And it's still very early. So opinions can still change about any one of these women. So I'm okay with all four of them. I would need Mary back because Mary reads the girls down and I need that energy. And then I think if you put in a friend that's a mutual friend of both Heather and Lisa, that would work out. And then... I don't know if I'm sorry, y'all. I'm like I'm stopped up right now. You can't tell it my Me voice. Too. Like I keep right. This is just a sick ass podcast, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all just y'all bear with us, okay? Wait a minute. Can you name it sick ass episode or something? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that we do. If we could find another black woman, chat, that'd be amazing. But. Oof. Do you that last spot? Because I think we need to bump them up to seven, like we had. I think that, do you think any of the friends of, any three of them, deserve a bump up, or do they get to be friends of again, or do we just need to throw their asses to the curb? I think we throw them, because, well, the Angie with the blonde hair, we're not we're not doing it anymore, ma'am. She can go. We're done. Yeah. The go other back to Angie. doing Ryan Murphy Productions and come, get come. your checks. We don't need you over here. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> Don't need you. Um, your services are no longer needed. <laughs> Come on, Shawnee. 
Um, I think her now that, that other Angie with the black hair. I I'm Angie I'm on, K, yeah. Angie K, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, yes, Angie. I'm on the spot about her because I understood her anger with Jen. Mm-hmm. But the way that mad day came, now I get it. She, yeah. she poured um wine on you. Me and my friend would have had a different conversation. Like it would have been a battle, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I would have reached all the way back into private stuff. Like that's why I did right. this. I, and, and I could see that Jen was kind of thrown like, right. even though Jen herself does that. So I'm like, okay, so maybe she got what she puts out, but I'm on the fence about her. I don't want her as a full-time housewife. Maybe we keep her in the mix too. Mm-hmm. Dana. I would be almost in Dana. Lord, I keep saying Dana, like almost. Sure, like because I don't even know. They, they didn't show the damn woman enough for us to even know. So <laughs> I'm almost interested to see what she would bring without Jen being in the mix. Uh. Because all she talked about, her sole purpose was to be the audience voice almost. Like, mm-hmm. um, why do you guys let Jen treat you this way? Why do you guys? And for me, I don't know if she was really that way, just too practical, or if she knew that could be her, those could be her moments. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, girl, you know, this is a show. So Mm -hmm. there is a level of when you come on the show, certain things, you're not really questioning if you know what I mean, even though it can still be real life, but just like in a friend group, it's certain things. I'm like, Kendrick, now, you know, we, you know, we don't ask about such and such because that's just how they do. (laughs) Right. So there has to be a level of that. It almost got on my nerves a little bit, the way she kept pressing certain things. And it's like, girl, like, it's like an audience member being plopped in. Like, wait, what's going on? Why do you let her do this? Because I'm sorry, contrary to that dinner that night, I kind of felt like her throwing Heather in when she had nothing to do with it. I personally was like, eh, I ain't with you on that. Like, mm-hmm. I Like, I know a lot of the audience was like, yeah. I wasn't really with her when I followed the flow of what the argument was becoming. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I think I would be interested to see her without Jen Shaw being her, her storyline, if you will. And I think if we had seven women, we'd have enough women where if she flopped, we'd still have so much other stuff going on. We just wouldn't have to spend a lot of time with her. So I like that. Now, I, Kate Casey had a good idea, except... I'm going to be very honest. And and y'all know we love people of all colors, shapes, sizes, all that stuff. Um, she said that they should focus on the mommy bloggers out there, which I think would be actually cool because, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of them. Are, but I can't take another franchise full of all white women. I just mm. I don't necessarily want to see that. I want to see myself represented, maybe um, even other cultures represented, you know, like. The Asian culture, the Latina culture. Mm-hmm. Now, wait, now, well, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is trying to get rid of Latin X, that, that word. So I, I don't even, right. So, <laughs> but I would like to see other cultures represented. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but so, I agree with your casting for the show. I think that seventh spot, I'll say this. And initially, I was on board. I thought that Angie K had earned her like you know at least another season of the uh-huh. dog. I thought Dana was gonna earn her season you know or whatever but and she didn't know like she was really messy at those dinners so but she seems still kind of timid to me yeah the reason now why I'm off of both of them 
is because both of them were heavily centered around Jen Shaw. And so because of that, I don't even know like rationally where we even tell your story from here, because I don't know what your relationship is, except amazing with the other women, because it was all based in trauma with Jen Shaw. Yes. Trauma bonding. Exactly. So I don't know if now, as we've come to the conclusion this season, I don't know if we need any of you okay. back. We definitely don't need Angie Harrington. So she yeah, can stay no. with her. She had. But the other two, I was like, okay, potentially. I would be okay. If they came back as friends of, that'd be okay. Yes. But I think the two, again, I say it too, because one of those spots I reserved for Mary. So Meredith, do whatever you can to get her back. That needs to happen. But the other two spots, it needs to be one friend that's a mutual friend of both Heather and Lisa. So, you know, she can pick her side and then when Mad Day comes, she can tell whoever being Yes, issues. yes, that's and good. And then the other one needs to be somebody who we have no clue about. I don't care who's friend, who you're in in with the group yeah. or whatever. Somebody that maybe like has done like, I don't know, uh, what's it called? Sundance with Lisa or. Yes, has but done... it needs to be real. I'm tired yes. of me. The girls that we met at the winery when we all went, when we went on our Bravo mm-hmm. and not. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we know each other. So we bring them in. I I, I need to see real somehow, even if it's just working relationships, right. real relationships. Yeah, exactly. That's when it works best. So yeah, we'll see. Salt Lake City. I don't know what your fate will be. I Y'all are coming back. So like I, I'm, I'm making a surprise. Like I don't know what's going to happen. Y'all are coming yeah. back. Y'all will get renewed. The ratings were good enough. They're already talking about casting next season. Who they're looking Did at you hear and, kind of Andy said it was pretty much done. Child. And that it was, but see, I don't believe Andy could tell me it is daylight outside and I'm standing in the sun. I don't believe you, sir. Yeah, he do a lot of lying nowadays. Do so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could trust him either. I, right. And if they already done with casting, then they didn't try hard enough. So I need y'all to go back to the goddamn <laughs> starting. Yeah, if y'all, because if you're done with the casting already, that means that you're going to start filming very soon after. And that makes me nervous because nothing about this past season needs a continuation Nothing. now you need to go you need to pause it for a minute i'm okay with like a a three-month pause in between filming let the girls do a palate cleanser and then yes. start filming with this new energy and new whatever yes. the case is we, we can't dis- but the and last thing if mary cosby comes back do not make the focus about whether they- or not she's running a cult, whether or not uh, this is happening, this is happening. Because the stupidest thing Salt Lake ever did was try to focus season two on Mary Cosby. Yes. You had an entire criminal, actual convicted FBI, say federal it, agent, say Homeland it, Security, say NYPD it. criminal in your damn mix. That was the stupidest shit in the world to the the point that she didn't come to the reunion because y'all were calling her predators and all this kind of and stuff. That's, so move the ooh. fuck on. And we're going to talk about moving on later on. We get to uh love and marriage husband. Yeah. Something I want them to move the fuck on from right. too. So okay. we're going to talk about that. Yeah. You saying that when people were mm-hmm. like, Oh, I, you know, people have said they feel like, Oh, it's a, if, if people don't show up to the reunion, it's the coward's way out. I get that to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. they were calling this woman a predator. Yeah. I remember hearing someone or no someone going on a podcast when the news about Mary and a minor came out and they called her a Mm -hmm. predator only to find out that it was the son's girlfriend. So I'm like between the viewers and the audience, they were playing a very dangerous game with Mary. I did not like, and I, I will stand on this and I maintain this. It could be a cult. 
It could not be a cult. But what we know for sure is that Mary has not been arrested. Mary Uh has not gone to jail. Uh No one has accused Mary of fraud. And I'm going to say this again. There's a difference between the law and then your morals and your ethics. So I've been to a church where they've said, hey, let's give our pastor a love offering. And Uh people are bringing up money, whether you agree or not. That's not against the law. Those right. are her, that's her money to spend on whatever. If they're giving Mary, not the church, Mary a love offering. I remember they used to do it for Jamal. They used to have birthday offerings or let's give our pastor an appreciation. So he could take that money and do whatever he wanted to do with it because it was a gift to him. You may think morally you don't agree. But legally, nothing is wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And I got so annoyed between the cast and the audience when the church was also her business. It wasn't just her life. Mm -hmm. So just like Lisa didn't want them talking about her filings with her tequila, Mm -hmm. because that's Mm -hmm. her business. The church was also Mary's business, whether you're religious, spiritual or not, the church was also her business. So again, y'all focus, like Kendrick said, on Mary running a call when you had a criminal on (laughs) the cast, a criminal that has been investigated. That to me, that's what kind of almost put me off Salt Lake City, the fans and the cast. And you see, I barely talk about... Yep. I have to bring myself to talk about Potomac nowadays because the I fandom around my two shows are uh, Potomac and Jersey that sometimes I just don't want to touch at all because you can say the smallest thing like, oh, that was funny what she said. And you will get attacked. Oh my God. From the time you wake up, from the time you go to sleep. And I'm like, you know what? This shit ain't nearly that worth it to me. So fuck and then I, and then, and even <laughs> that, I, I said about Potomac and all that, I said, I took a step back and thought to myself and I said, Hold up. I'm allowed to want to have elevated conversations mm-hmm. around these housewives while at the same time cracking up that mm-hmm. Karen said, go work on your build a puss. The two are the build a puss <laughs> foundation. The two are allowed. If yes. you don't like the elevated part of it, scroll on. If you don't like the fact that I'm laughing, even though mm-hmm. there's other serious issues, scroll on. That's actually real life. Right. Like that is actually how real life is. You have your serious, you have your things you laugh at. Sometimes you laugh at the serious because that's the only thing that'll keep you going. So yeah, I I see what you're saying, but that the, the cult thing, it was bordering and, and the way they were calling Mary racist, which was actually out of order. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, I know we're going to talk about Miami, right? Yes. That, that's I, our next topic. So then can I, if we're, well, there's you something I want to say about you Salt Lake. Yeah, because I, I want to connect it. Okay. I think about Miami and some of the things that some of their castmates say, and it's interesting to watch the reactions. So I won't go back to last season, but this season, you well, Salt Lake City, you had Mary mm-hmm. say that Jen was a thug, like the Mexican people that sold drugs. Mm-hmm. Immediately in my mind, I thought cartel. I also thought, girl, you should not have said it that way. Like, right. I get why people were upset. There were calls for her to be fired. There were calls that she was racist. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have this season of Miami where Alexia oh, the Russian. has said to <laughs> Julia, 
mm-hmm. that Russian women are basically prostitutes. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And she said, I watched a documentary audience. The viewing audience is silent. And oh, I was I seeing tweets where people were like, oh, Alexia, I love her so much. She was wrong for that, but you know, I'll give her a pat and all that. I'm like, oh, y'all. Oh, so y'all. Oh, so y'all. Okay, because it's the same energy that I get from Alexia. We'll get into that. But it's 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 interesting how she could say, "I watched a documentary." I'm gonna go back to what Mary said. Jen is a thug. When people equate thugs with violence, Jen is a thug, like those Mexican people that sell drugs. So if Mary had said, "Oh, well, I got that because," I watched a documentary on the city of Juarez, Mexico, which is supposed to be one of the most um, crime ridden places in the country. Mm-hmm. Then what they have given her a pass to. Right. So, and I'm going to be clear, y'all. It ain't about letting the black person get off. It's about holding the person that ain't black accountable as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't want the two to get, oh, well, you just want Mary to be able to say, nah, I want y'all to keep the same energy for, across the board. So when when I saw Alexia say that, it it really it really grinded my my stomach. And I am gonna go back to last season when she was at an LGBTQ plus event being recognized. Mm-hmm. She was there. The parade was coming down the street, and a person that presented themselves, as far as I'm looking, at, as a woman was in the parade and she's jumping up and down, hitting her husband, Todd saying, that's a man, that's a man, that's a man. But Candace mentioned Mia's big feet last season, as well as Giselle. And now this season, Ashley, and people called that girl transphobic. Again, where is the energy? So it's like, there's this weird one. Let me, let me just cut all the BS aside. I know what the energy is. I know what it's giving. Mm-hmm. It's giving America cup, cup, right? <laughs> yes. But it's it's just it's and I, I think I'm that's the part that annoys me. If you're gonna have your phone, if you're gonna have your outrage, have it. You are allowed to be outraged at these shows because we're all watching them from where we sit or the experiences that we've been through, looking through that lens. So you may be triggered. Yes, let's have a conversation about it. But when I'm watching you, when I'm watching the black girls trigger you. Mm-hmm. But the ones that aren't black, I'm gonna give them a pass because she's funny, mm. or or even certain black girls trigger you, but certain black girls are funny. I think about Atlanta, Kenya more like they had no they, people have no problem with the things that that uh, the Atlanta women say, but when it comes to a Potomac or Mary Cosby, all of a sudden people are so offended. I think that's the only energy that I that I don't like. We can have discourse, we can t- tussle in the comments, but I don't like this energy that makes me feel like how I feel as a black woman in real life. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Listen, so, let's let's start off with Alexia then because I, what has she been giving you this season cuz there's been discourse about well not online because everyone you know goes up for a and uh-huh. I you know I love Alexia too but I'm not somebody that throws you know I don't throw the cast members away exactly after one like so like after, I've yeah. always been a person like you know if you are a terrible person episode in and out then I don't fuck with you right like, right that's just what it is but if you're someone that like always presents as a decent person at least yeah. and then you. I don't know. I don't know what you want. Misstep or miss. Yeah, it happens. Whatever. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So like I'm, I'm willing enough to give you like you know you're human, and I'm yes. willing to acknowledge you as such. But you know, consistently horrible people, not so much. Alexia, 
for the most part, presents herself as an okay person. Yes. This season, it's been very okay. I'm starting to feel myself after last season was yep. so successful. And yep. I'm the HBIC around yes. here, and all you yes, need to sir. acknowledge me as such. Yes, and now sir. this whole, uh, you know what a prostitute is because you're Russian and all like this. And the fact, you know, my always my issue is with the fandom because. It's one person says something and suddenly it's everybody's opinion about something. Yes, and yes. So it seems with this, the general consensus is, no, we love her. She shouldn't have said that, though. But we love her anyway. So how are you feeling about Alexia overall this season? Because she's gotten into it with our fave, Gertie. We know we love uh-huh. us some Gertie over here. So Period, point blank. How did you, let's talk about that, actually. What did you feel about this whole Gertie versus Alexia thing? Because I'm not even sure how the crux of this started, but... I went back mm-hmm. when they had that episode on Adriana's boat mm-hmm. and Alexia's thing is, if you know this, she likes to call people liar. You're lying. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk about your charity. I didn't compare, but she did. The camera showed us that. And that is my issue with Alexia. You sat with Marisol and what she said was she never said, if you know, cause Gertie had told uh, what Larsa that she felt like Alexia only contacted her when she needed her business, not like on a friendship thing. Alexia never disputed that. Alexia never gave us a time when she tried to hang out or call Gertie. Alexia said to Marisol, I called Gertie once I figured out what I was doing. And I didn't like that she tried to use her mom's. I felt like she was kind of like, well, you know, my mom. Mm-hmm. passed away and it was like that's not what we're talking about here right but she said once her and Todd settled on a date she reached out to Gertie and then she brought in Gertie's being on Vogue or whatever so Gertie sent me some ideas but said she couldn't do it and I said then she brought up um I talked about your party planning Uh, Marisol planning her bachelorette party. And I said to Gertie, so let's talk about your party planning because I like the aesthetics of Marisol's better. Number one, I believe that to be true because Alexia said it, but also how would Gertie know that you compared the two if she had not spoken to you? So you did like Gertie didn't pull that out of thin air. You confirmed it talking to Alexia that that's, I mean, talking to Marisol. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. And this I'm sitting from the lens of a black woman who has been raised where you're taught to be humble because we don't want these white folks thinking you think you're more than you are. Why? Because back in the day when that happened to black folks, they would get killed. Or who do you think you are? You know, so Uh I'm watching a black woman, a immigrant who has worked very hard to get where she is who was chosen to be named what the world's greatest like wedding planner or something mm-hmm. like that in Vogue mm-hmm. in Vogue Vogue. And I'm watching this other woman say she's full of herself. As she's saying, I'm the star. I'm always going to be the star. That is my issue with Alexia. And I hate mm-hmm. to use the word jealousy because mm-hmm. it ain't always jealous. I had somebody to, I, I, I read a tweet years ago and it stuck with me and they said, everybody ain't hating on you. Some people just really don't like you. And so like everybody <laughs> is not jealous, right? right. Not, like I could just really not like you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with Alexia, there's that there. She thinks she is the star of this show. Um, she is technically 
the only, isn't she technically the only OG housewife? Because Adriana's not a housewife. Marisol's not a housewife. They're friends mm-hmm. up. So technically, she. I guess Larissa, because she was season one. That's true, Larissa. Right. I mean, her ass left right after, but she was right. Yeah, technically. Okay, mm -hmm. so then we'll say so. And even with that, I think that she thinks that she's a little bit like Larissa will stay in her place with her. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Alexa. When did Lisa join? Season two. Season two. Season two. That's right, because she's still in her. So I think season two. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like she thinks there is a hierarchy, which I got exactly what Gertie's saying. Mm-hmm. whoever has the mic at the time that's speaking is important. But Alexia seems to think that she's the one that everybody should kind of bow down to. And I'm tired yes. of Mar- Marisol's her girl. I mm-hmm. get that. But I'd rather her not say anything than her to try to justify these things that Alexia is saying. Now, mm-hmm. I did like when Gertie and Alexia had, had like that come to Jesus meeting and Marisol was like, she really does love you, Gertie. She says these things. Okay, that was helpful. But I, in my spirit, I don't like how Alexia is coming at Gertie and her success. Yeah. I don't like how That's Larsa, been my biggest issue. Yeah. It's like, and you, and you are taking shots at her. Mm-hmm. Again, for you to say she is full of herself because she was in vogue. Like Gertie said, that's what they call me. Right. <laughs> but you're calling yourself a star. And what really struck me, people have missteps. I've said wrong things, right? We've all, we're all learning, right? Mm -hmm. We we all need to be given grace to learn, grace Mm -hmm. to recover from a mistake. But Alexia in the heat of her anger said, I can say whatever I want to say. That to me is her real attitude. Mm -hmm. She's going to say whatever it is she wants to say, whether it's offensive to you or not. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really liking what I'm seeing, but I have to be honest. Truth is I've always thought Alexia was hands down gorgeous. But since season one, I've never really cared for Alexia like that. Yeah. So she's so, but I can get past all that because I do think she's a good, she seems to be to Marisol, to whoever her friends are. She's a very, she's. Yeah. One thing about this cast, when it comes to Lisa and her divorce and Mm -hmm. like Lenny being the villain, they're all united and on one accord. And I can appreciate that out of all the other arguments, but Alexia, I'm not feeling the her and Gertie thing. I'm not feeling the Larsa and Gertie thing would seem would seem to like come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like the cast is kind of treating Gertie a way that I am not caring for, but I but I need to make sure I'm gonna watch, you know, of course, the rest of the season. But with mm-hmm. Alexia and Gertie, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> exactly. That was a long I, way to say I don't like it. Exactly. I listen, I feel the exact same way. I'm I don't like their attempts to like argue with Gertie is to try to like diminish her business wise. And that's always been an issue with me. Did you hear me cough? I am muted, right? Yeah, you were muted. Okay, I was like, (laughs) because one time I was coughing, thought I was muted. And they heard me and I said, you could hear me? Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, okay. No, you were good. I promise. Uh, The whole, the Larsa Gertie thing is weird as heck. It seems like they rebounded, but that's something that always kills me too on TV is that whether it's, and I know it's, it's a hot button issue, especially like with parenting, but like when certain people will say something that just seems to be rooted in practicality or rooted yeah. in logic, 
and people try to like diminish them like oh well you don't uh have kids like uh hey your kids yeah. choking you shouldn't let them choke well you're not a parent you don't know if I should <laughs> let them choke or not it's like wait, that what? is a good <laughs> example I'm using that weird. that's I'm, good like it's so weird to me that yeah. people think that just because you don't do something you can't have an opinion about it yes which yes, you can't yes. like now, whether you should offer the opinion, that might be an entirely situation, you know, depending right. on the situation, yeah. that can be entirely different. But I don't think it was outside the realm of possibility that Gertie could sit there and hear Lisa talking solely about her relationship with Lenny in the context of her and then say, well, you've got young children. That should be your focus. That seems very logical to yeah. me. Yeah. Now, have I gone through a divorce? I have not. But does it seem to me as a rational human being that an adult with children should prioritize their children to make sure they're protected? Absolutely. I understand the whole fix your, you know, uh, face mask first before you do anything with their, you know, your oxygen mask and all that. Can I add something to that? Yes. What proves your point is the way she was so upset and said, I need somebody to get in there with my kids. Because why? That was her primary focus. Exactly. So as to what you said. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, getting, it's getting weird. I don't yeah, know. It is it's getting, getting weird. weird. It's really getting weird. And I just, and I feel like they kind of don't do Kiki like that. Because Kiki don't really say a lot like that. Except yeah. for at the video shoot or whatever. Kiki ready to get it started now, though. Now she, <laughs> listen, she got it started. That for, Now, that first episode, I was kind of like, now, nah, Keeks, Key, mm-hmm. Key. I'm, I'm glad that you got it started. And, and and I'm glad that she admitted. See, she didn't lie about saying it either. She right. said, I changed my mind. Yeah, what Lisa said, you told me you weren't going to say anything. She said, and I changed my mind. Right. <laughs> I said, okay, Period. I got it. I got it. Period. Okay. Can I ask you something? We uh, yes, I love yes. Kiki, by the way. Kiki is I I want to talk to Kiki one day because I feel like we haven't told enough of her story, and I feel yes. like she has a really big story to tell. When they did that whole shaman thing, Ooh. and we got, I was like, okay, I need to know way more about Kiki, and she's delivering this season, so we need to need to bump her up, or we need to like, cause let me tell you something. Say it's it. gonna be a hot. Oh, we say it. It's gonna be a hot take. You ready? I'm ready. If I had to choose one of the three to bump up to full time, it would be Kiki. Girl. Cause let me tell you something. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is, but Marisol itches my I, ass ooh. in a way. <laughs> it's like an ingrown hair on my ass cheek, the right one too. Cause it's, I like my right ass cheek a little bit more than my <laughs> left one. But she's something about her itches my. This whole like she is stop a trying to make. She's, she's a she's Lego tra- in the yes. middle of the night. Oh my god, she keeps trying to make cockies and all this happened i'm so tired of that tumbler like everything something i don't know she bugged me so much last season that i don't it, now it's carried over because she's still like she comes to, oh i got my pre-made like, okay girl you're relatable okay right we, right got it it's too much it's too much and it's one thing it seems sometimes it's more natural when it's like i'm gonna comfort lisa child where is the adult drinks like something like that right versus you like consistently talking about I Marisol to me is like wet sand in a bikini bottom every time (laughs) even you use the little shower on the beach and when you think you got it moved the wrong way and it's up in the hole like how did you get here (laughs) yes I I don't I don't really care for Marisol either and no I would bump Kiki up too and also we have to consider I think that Marisol and if you're gonna have anybody as friends it would be an Adriana and a Marisol because there is no personal, personal story, right? Right. So 
We know that Adriana has a son. We don't hear anything about that. We see a little bit about her dating life. I'm actually, and and I'm making sure I look at it through the lens of, is it because she actually had a real conversation with Gertie and didn't just say, oh, Gertie does make all these faces. But I was kind of agreeing with her a little bit. And like when she was telling Mm -hmm. Alexia, you know, the cocaine cowboy, like people could think that you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. like she was making good points. Uh-huh. She kind of lost me on the, on the, <laughs> when Alexia got a gift from her husband, even if it was the man she was dating when she was like, I bought my own. Alexia said that she's an independent woman. Yeah. Child, you know how many independent women take gifts? Right. Thank you. <laughs> I would rather you spend your money than me spend my money. A lot of Adriana's existence on this show is based in delusion. Yes. And I like it sometimes, but other times it's like, girl, what you doing? What are you (laughs) doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah, So I all that to say though, overall, this is a fantastic cast. So like just because we're criticizing does not mean we like are, you know, because sometimes people can't tell the difference between you know, calling people on their shit and like right. asking for someone to be fired. Like, I don't want anyone on the show to be fired. I think it's a Me perfect neither. cast. Me neither. But like, we can talk about the but bullshit. But <laughs> the reality is, if we had to pick, because Bravo did pick, and clearly they picked ex-housewives and these mm-hmm. people to be friends. So, like you said, if it was anybody, I would pick Kiki because I, Kiki makes me want to know more yes. about her based on some of the funny things. Like, I don't think she's a shtick like Marisol is. Exactly. And I, you know, the shtick is Marisol being able to create a storyline because we're not getting personal. Mm-hmm. Whereas Kiki, I would like to know her personal thing. And I think that Shaman was the only one that's ever been successful in any franchise. Now I don't want to oh, say absolutely. no more. Right. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yes. That's the only one. And I, 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 I like that a lot. Uh, before we move on to Love and Marriage Huntsville, I want to ask you, about the Lenny of it all first. Um, yeah. Excuse my language. The motherfucker had the nerve <laughs> to text Lisa about groceries while she was at that event. I I don't know how I would have responded in that moment because the smallest shit like that, you know, I can take a whole lot. I can take a whole lot. I'll be unfazed. But the smallest shit like that would set me off so bad in them people's establishment that they would put me the fuck out. So like, how, what, what are your overall thoughts about it? Like, what do you think? I don't even know how to ask a question about this. Cause like Lenny is just so utterly ridiculous. And so is his little girlfriend. Like both, you know how people say, okay, let me tell y'all something because in here, exhale. you know how people be like, oh, well, you shouldn't fight the woman. It's the man that cheated on you and all that. I don't I don't always agree. Let me tell you something. Me personally, I got enough hands for everybody. Everybody. So like it don't have to just be her. I'm not saying she's to blame. What I'm saying is she's a willing participant and everybody's catching hands if I get a hold to y'all. And you're being disrespectful on purpose when you can just shut up because this Mm -hmm. is between me and him. But now that you want to open your mouth, now I've grabbed you by your neck. I've grabbed him by his hair and I've banged y'all simple heads together. Mm -hmm. It's like the uh, a Memphis poet by the name of LaChat, who is a rapper, once said, now I've got to beat your ass because you think you did something. <laughs> and it, it's the it's it's true because I wasn't going to do anything to you, but now you out here showing the blackest party ass, you showing out, now I got to beat your ass just because you think you did something. Just because you to. think, for, and, and my conscience can't let me live with that. Right. When he, te- <laughs> when he texts me about groceries, 
Do you remember the song about groceries? Oh, they will be the only groceries. Okay. You think I'm getting ready to go to the store and do what? See that? I'd be out there. See, okay, Lisa, I would be breaking eggs. I would be. Oh, you want to go to the grocery Mm -hmm. store? I didn't bought groceries for all my friends, on my on your dime, all my friends. See, like, which is why I don't like to get. I always say I can never be on one. (laughs) I'm telling you because I know that just below the surface lies a person that I don't ever want to come out, Mm -hmm. and that Jesus sits on. And I'm telling you, she would have been un leashed the words that candace is you that candace is candace uses on people they would have been my hands there would have been a fight that's why when lisa went to that club i got it i see what she was trying to do but in no way shape or form would security have not had me over their shoulder i would have went with some Nikes on some high top air force ones i'd have been sexy Mm -hmm. from some black ones (laughs) you know the black ones ones you gotta fight (laughs) (laughs) because i got i had white adidas and i had got jumped on a friday night and went to school that monday and was determined to get one of them and i did Mm -hmm. and there was blood on my adidas and i was so mad see that you can't wear white i remember that Wait a minute. We didn't, that. we didn't just say we, we didn't just, we didn't just send that. I was going to say, let's come back. <laughs> but, bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Lisa is tapping into, she got to tap into her ancestral mm-hmm. roots. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just went, take it back like you said. I'm Okay. I get a text because I put myself in a situation. Mm-hmm. If Corey even thought <laughs> to do that and they're in my house, I know you didn't have this winter in my house. And then you text me to get groceries. I don't, I wouldn't even been able to sit still out of cameras. You can cut. I wouldn't even say cut the camera. I need to get you to get me over to where he is. It's going right. to be a problem. There is no way. Ain't no crying in baseball and ain't no crying in all this right here. It's, right. it's about to be a problem. I, I, I don't understand. That's what makes me think there could be a tiny, just a tiny bit of truth to maybe she knew what he was doing and that maybe mm. some of it will play out but not to the extent of the disrespect yeah that he's doing because there's no way i don't see any woman being that kind, like mm-hmm. i'm getting right to star island don't even exist no more because i've torched it okay. now somebody got to really take care of my babies because i'm sitting behind bars like yeah right there I just don't. I I I don't. What did Evelyn Braxton say? She said it'd be two sad days: the day, <laughs> the day of my trial and the day of your funeral. Yes, See yes. that? Be a lot of a whole lot of slow slow singing, slow, and slow flower, singing bringing. flower bringing, <laughs> and eating chicken and potato salad and all okay. that because it At is the a wrap. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just, but I loved how, how, again, how the ladies rally around her. Mm-hmm. See, my friends, the way we would rally would be a little different. Yeah, man, too, child. That's all I'm going to say. I'm calling my mom. I'm calling everybody. 
Hello. Um, I might be calling my mom to collect call from. And you know you can't get off your phone anymore. <laughs> Mama, that ain't got me. Come get me. I'm not such and such. You know, you got Right now, you just hang up with this. So no. <laughs> you ain't got to pay that charge. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel for her because even if she knew, mm-hmm. just the disrespect, I, I, I just don't understand how, why couldn't it be a simple thing of I want a divorce, even if he said I am seeing someone else. Mm-hmm. At least she would know it because sometimes a woman, when you have your intuition, but you can't prove it, it's like, that could be like, so I'm seeing somebody else. We just need to go on and get separated. Why can't you leave? Can I tell you a, a quick story? I used to work with this girl. We used to be really, really cool. I worked at this company seven years. She was engaged um, like right as I started working there, I think. And I didn't know her well then, but on the back end of like the last three years of me working there, mm-hmm. we became really good friends. They were engaged for seven years. She met the guy. So the guy was in, had been engaged to someone else. They broke up, meets her at a club. They start dating. They end up really liking each other, getting serious, only to find out that his ex, the one he broke up with, was pregnant. They both Ooh. knew. They knew that they weren't going to get back together. Issa and uh, Lawrence, <laughs> is them your friends? <laughs> you know what? So my friend, even though that they, the ex and, and him knew they weren't going to be together, my friend was in the delivery room when the child was born. I know you lying. Okay? Yes. I know you lying. They not us, though, so. That, uh, okay. you, you put up, you, okay, you picked yeah, it up, okay. I picked, yep. So. Uh-huh. She was in the delivery room. She, the girl, the little girl lived with her and the guy. Mm-hmm. They were engaged for seven years. He, they started having issues, and I'm sorry, they were together, and then engaged for seven years. So I think mm-hmm. by the time they broke up, the girl was maybe 13 or 14. So they had been together all these years, engaged for seven. He met somebody. The house was in both their names. The cars. He came home and said. Do what you want with it. I'm out. That's when you really like, he wasn't mm-hmm. like, get out of the house. He said, you can have it all. Ooh. And he ended up marrying this, just like being with this girl like that. So I say that to say, like Lenny, if you really wanted to be with this woman, telling Lisa, I'm going to be at whatever thing they went to and I'm going to be walking around with her. Like, I feel like, are you trying to play mind game? Then telling the news outlets know that they're not getting a divorce. It's just all very convoluted and and weird. And I just, I want her to just stand up and be like, nah, Negro, this ain't bull. Maybe not not that I take that back. But this is not what we're getting ready. This is not what we're getting ready to do. And have all her girls turn up the heat and like not, because this definitely ain't get ready to play out on TV. Mm-hmm. But then a part of me wonders if she's doing it for a reason, right? Because that's the, that's the backdrop in my mind, and I'm yeah, like, I'm like, not gonna, I ain't gonna put it out there. But y'all, y'all picking up what we put. Yeah, down. So, like yeah. with Drew and the custody thing, and people were like upset mm. that she put it as a person who knows what that's like. If the camera is catching everything going on, then it can be you. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I'm like. Is Lisa maybe intentionally letting them catch us? And I do believe Lenny knew. Lenny knows how TV works. I'm sorry. I I think he knew that everything he was saying was getting picked up. Which then goes back to, was it like Martel told Melody, you planned our divorce. Now we know Martel be lying. 
but it was like, <laughs> was there a conversation like, okay, this is what we're going to be going through. We're going to let it play out. But then, like I said, Lenny has taken it mm-hmm. beyond. I don't know. You good at you good at weaving them together because let's let's we could, we're about to go to Love Marriage Huntsville. Okay. That's what she was referring to when she said Melody and yes. Martell. But let me I'm gonna throw out one more comment before we go there. If see Letha. If you don't want to get physical with the girl, which you know we don't condone violence, but what ass? No, we don't condone violence. Look, but, uh, the, is, is the, the, the 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 question isn't um, is violence. Wait a minute, is violence the answer? Violence is the question, and sometimes the answer is yes. Okay, hello. <laughs> but see, if you don't want to go that route, which I get it, you know, not it. And plus, if girl, if you can't fight, then don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, don't do, do it. it. Okay, no, because you know, it. we tell folk to fight sometime, and then they gonna get their ass whooped. So, like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. At least if you can't fight. But I will say this: <laughs> if you want to play it a different way. You need to take some advice from Amina and Tara. See, Tara, yes. what you need to do is you need to put out some press releases and do some videos and stuff. Tell them, I go and sit on it whenever I want. Just like Tara said, I go and sit on it whenever I want. He was just over here. He was just, you to tell him, he was just sucking on knees that he put in himself. You I know doing that's all of it. right. And I bet she, I bet I, the girl might not know, you know, she might think it's bullshit or whatever, but it's going to put doubt in her mind. And that's going to be the... What? You might not be able to stop them from being together, but you might be able to end that relationship. Early. You I'm know what? Yes. <laughs> How about now, that? That right there. Ooh. Oh, you mean, so again, going back to the song about the groceries, knowing the girl's looking through his phone. Oh, you mean the groceries you were eating the other night? How about that? How about those groceries, okay? As high as eggs is. You better eat these groceries. <laughs> that is, let me tell you, I was in the mood, you know, just gaining my appetite back from COVID mm-hmm. and stuff. And I was like, do I really want to fry me two eggs or do I save them for later? Listen, <laughs> it's a philosophical question now because as high as eggs is, they tell me some day, uh, folk talking about Easter and all that. Ain't no Easter. I'm sorry, we just <laughs> we going to church and we going home. Ain't no Easter. We're not doing no day of celebrating. No, I'm sorry. We're not doing Ain't nobody that. hiding no eggs. Mm-mm. We ain't None doing that. None of that. Not no, even no. the plastic colorful ones. Child, the, the price of them went up in my day. You know, my boy. $1.25. Look, the price you of know the I don't play. Store. When I go to uh to get my boiled bag, yes, you know yes. I need me a couple of boiled eggs in there. The price of them then gone up, and you know that pissed me the hell off. But that's gonna be a conversation for another day. The price of the boiled bag has mm-hmm. gone up because of the eggs. Because you know sometimes not oh. everyone puts boiled eggs in theirs. You got to request it, so you got to add them on. That add-on charge now has gone up. I was like, how much for two? Oh, not I said how much. You said that the why? Huh? I'm gonna have yeah. I'm gonna have Ariel over uh same day you some because she she loves to cook. She's a good cook, my oldest, and she does. Mm-hmm. She actually said she was gonna make us a seafood boy when she comes. So I said Ooh. my daughter said she had made clams the other night. I'll have to send you a picture of Come on, clams. And um, so and she put some in her seafood boil too. And mm-hmm. so I said, my so Sky said. You can take the clams out. Can you take the clams out of the seafood boil for me? So I said, well, can you take the seafood out for me? And just leave, <laughs> just leave the potatoes and everything out. She said, so you want a seafood boil without the seafood? Now that's a mess. <laughs> you just want a boil. I know that's right. My girlfriend would, does that Now, see, me. if that was me, I would have told you to boil a hot dog. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be playing with these groceries over here. <laughs> I'm telling you, my girlfriend does that. She'll make them and she'll be like, or, or I'll pick 
like around it, but she'll make, I'm about to text her today, ask her to make a seat. See? Yep. There you go. Let's jump into Huntsville because this Ooh. is what I really want to talk about. You know, we this will this will be our our capper. Our we be talking and pucking. Hey, that's what wanna, that's what love and marriage is given. Let's start with the the biggest question for me. Well, no, you know what? Let me get flowers before we get into it. This cast as a whole look fantastic. Finally, reunion. yeah, everybody. <laughs> Not finally, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Last year was a bit. It was a big costume. Ooh, it was. It was a lot. Wiz, it was the Wiz on Broadway. Yeah, it was. It was a little much, but it was. You know, this. I let me tell you something. I don't that care what nobody say. They can say whatever they want to about Tisha and Marceau and all like that. When I tell you, Letitia looked good. She definitely as did. As fuck at this reunion. She did. She looked Melody really good. Melody did too. They both, but Letitia, I was just like, okay. Every time they showed her, that face was beat. Yes. That hair was laid. That dress was everything. And I'm going to get into it. Let's kind of get into it because I and have a no popular opinion. They look like the Supremes, her, Wanda, and Kiki. Yeah. You know what? Because I mean, definitely Diana Ross too. Listen, (laughs) they are—they all looked like they look so similar. Mm -hmm. That makes they family. That's oh, that's family. That's for sure. I mean, uh, a little uh, a but yeah, that's family. All right, (laughs) that's family. Um, Let me. I'll start off with an unpopular opinion. Then I'll get into my big question. Okay. And then we'll talk about, you know, some of the other stuff. Because this is a three-part reunion, hands down the best reunion I've seen in a wild actually best reunion i've seen since the bell collective reunion which is another own show so i don't bravo step your cookies up before they crumble you know we acting like the cardinals and go fumble you know what you know there's a nikki quote for everything i'm sorry (laughs) bravo has become the content creators that always say according to a source (laughs) tamra tamra has gone to the moon with eddie and Brandy's <laughs> up there with them walking on the moon. Like that's yeah. who Bravo has become to me. Yeah. And they gotta they gotta do better. They gotta do better. Uh my aunt, so yes, this if y'all don't do nothing, if you don't even watch Love Marathon Spiel, just start with this reunion. Watch this three-part reunion, and then it'll make you want to go back and start from the beginning so you can really understand these relationships. Because since this show has started, we're only on what season they're calling this season five, but it was yes. technically four B. Four B, yes. Yeah. But we've only got this, but so much has changed in these five years that they've been doing this show that it is ridiculous. It is it is a true journey. So y'all need to go back, start this show. It is everything. My unpopular opinion, because people literally on this, the fandom is another one. This Love Marriage Huntsville fandom is another one that you I mean, just the like to Yes, I just like to post my memes and go because a lot of times they're not based in reality either. I want to say this because I want to give her props. Say whatever you want to about Letitia, but she has become a fantastic reality TV star and a fantastic adversary for Melody. Because if Melody is going to be centered as the star of this show, she need well, child, she don't get along with no damn about it, but Anyway, I think Letitia has she stands on her own two feet. Mm-hmm. She actively moves the story along as the season goes along, which I never thought I would say about her. Like early seasons, you know, Letitia is very different from the one now. Yes. And it is a true transformation. And I think it is absolutely for the better. 
Uh, she's more confident than ever. And now she even brings props to the reunion Shut like Kenya Moore. So I, she looked the hell good. I, all of that. Respond to that for me because a lot of people would refuse to give anybody except Melody her props. Any, no. anything positive on this show. I'm going to be very clear. I'm not a mellow meter. I'm also not a Scott sister. Right. <laughs> um, but I will say Tisha was making some like she you can tell she's confident even in her speech because we mm-hmm. know that she's talked about you know her speech issues in the past and she's very confident in what she says what she believes marso kind of not even kind of there was a moment when her and kiki were going back and forth mm-hmm. and kiki said something and tisha was like ah, and threw herself back on the couch and marso said don't do all that. And she sat right up straight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, see, that's, I liked it. I'm not so obtuse not to think she goes home and sleeps with this man every night. This man has been in her life more than half her life. So yes, of course Mm -hmm. she's going to, even though I don't agree. um, But I feel like she's definitely a worthy adversary. Now I will say with her and Mel, I I have got to look at it from a place of fact, because if you only, if you take, I, I don't necessarily, I don't care for Tisha, but I can be honest and say she has come a long way mm-hmm. even with like buying black. So like there's two sides of Tisha. It's the, yes, I am the main shareholder. So I bought it from Martel. And then when she's the pennies on the dollar and it became successful after, but then Martel, like a businessman, he's like, but that's what's supposed to happen. Like, well, you've only mm-hmm. been in business so many. So it, it's to me, it's the, it's that she has a good business sense. She's smart. She is funny, but she does have that side to her as all of them do. Like Mel, I think it just with Tisha, if she's caught in a, if she's caught saying something, it's a little different. The melody just won't say, yeah. yeah. And, and that's my issue with Mel. I re- I really like her. The I can't even let me go back. I can't even say that. I can I, acknowledge her as the breakout star without yes, being a stay without in being a, exactly because yeah. I, I I there was a point when I really like. I love the days when Mel and Martel terrorized the whole cast. I know that says a lot about me. <laughs> it was good TV. Okay, I, I, I love that they had them on their feet and. Like, like Martel said, Mel used to have his back. Mm-hmm. And there was one point in, I forget what part it was, that he had her back when they were talking about Mel, Mel bringing the hairstylist on, Alanda on, to, mm-hmm. to um, say that she slept with Tisha's husband. And I wish Mel had just said from the beginning that it didn't have to be dragged. Yeah, she acknowledged and took accountability after it was dragged out of her. But I also think Carlos might have been a little tied up in that, which is why when she was like, you were on the phone. Mm -hmm. So, but I wish Mel had said, yeah, I did have, um, I was going to bring this girl on because she said she had an affair and I want, I wanted her to come on and acknowledge it. But Mel wouldn't just acknowledge that. But Martel turned around to the Scots and was like, why can't she bring people on? Y'all are always after her. And I was like, something like that. He said he had her back. And I said, okay, so I missed the days of Martel and Melody being able to coexist. But I will say, 
for me, it seems like every time you turn around, Tisha is talking about like bringing up Mel more than Mel is bringing up Tisha. However, I also understand there could be things going on behind the scenes, which is prompting that conversation, Mm -hmm. but we, the audience don't know it. So it makes it seem like Tisha is just focused on Melody when that's not really the case, but Tisha can't say, girl, we were just filming and such and such happened. Like, see, can I I, I say something about that right quick? Uh Uh-huh. I think that that's true. I think that it, on camera, it comes across as uh, Tisha talks about male yeah. way more. But I think the re- there's a valid reason for that. Yeah. And I think it's male doesn't do her own dirty work a lot. And I think it's because she brought on Kiki to do everything this she season. Did. And, and, and so she didn't have to say a word. So now she's just like, didn't you say that she she uh, talked about your band? She had a drug problem. She did all of this. And so now Kiki has the floor to tell an entire room of people who don't know Tisha why Tisha is a terrible person. And, and so she I had respect- to admit that, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but she had to admit that because it made me look at Tisha differently in a good way when mm-hmm. she said um, Tisha was the first person I told about my drug addiction and she took me there and then she admitted she didn't think Marceau would be laughing about saying, you know, hide whatever, whatever. Kiki's coming over. Mm-hmm. She had a drug addiction. So you could see, I feel like you could see the battle within Kiki like on stage. But to me, Kiki is like, I don't know if I could ever trust her again. Yeah. Kiki did a whole lot. And she did a lot of backpedaling. And that's and see, and that's my thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If she had a stuck with, nah, this is what it was, then I would have. But I also do think there's some truth to what she was saying, because during the season, Marcel was like, say it and I'll blow everything up. Like remember Mm -hmm. when they were at black. So I definitely think there's truth to it. I do think that, do you think Tisha was lying about the timeline of, let me go back. I do think that Marcel may have stepped out on Tisha. However, mm-hmm. I agree with Tisha. Unless I have hard evidence, I'm not going to leave my husband. And I think the audience wants Thank Tisha you. to acknowledge that there could be some shady stuff going on. She's not going to acknowledge that because it is just rumors, right? Right. People can say anything. I remember when Candy and Portia were arguing and Portia was like, you don't have a sex dungeon. You were going to drug and da, 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 da. And Candy said, you just threw that out there. And then Candy said in the interview, people, it's dangerous. People throw these things out knowing that there is someone mm-hmm. that's going to believe it. Mm-hmm. So you have all these people saying this stuff about Marcel, but <clears throat> no one is coming forward with actual proof. And I wish Melody would just say, yeah, I brought this girl on because you thought it was funny. You were talking about Marcel buying the red BMW. So guess what? You have your ish to do too. But if we go back, they had pieced it up at the end of last season. But Mel didn't invite her to her pajama party because she thought she heard, well, because she said she heard Destiny and Tisha talking about her, but she never would say what she heard. And that was a problem for me because they could have been talking about her, but it may not have been bad. They could have just been recapping the reunion. Like that. Right. So I feel like if that was your only issue with Tisha Mel, then you could have said, I heard you say X, Y, and Z, but on that reunion stage, we had just pieced it up. So from now on, you're my enemy. That would make more sense. You're not saying what was said. 
That's my issue. And that's always, oh, that, Mel- that, that shakes me up a little bit because that's always my issue with Melody. Yeah. Because it's always like, no, I have every smoking gun in the counter, but I'm just not going to release. So I'm not going to do that. I'm a bigger person. It's like, okay, Come what on. are we doing? Right. Like, like, honestly. Right. And that would be creating the show. Here's my proof right, right here. And that, exactly. That's a, oh, wow moment. She could have thrown Carlos clean under, like, Carlos, come on now. You were a part of this conversation. And maybe she could, maybe she couldn't. But to me, I can't take you going just to the edge. Right. Carlos, you were on the phone. Oh, well, was he? What were y'all talking about? Like, if you going to go there, you because he's not going to get rid of you. He had very clear. You are. You came out last. Right. We know what, you know, we know what's going on or whatever. But I just. I think the the one thing that stops me from really even being just middle road with Tisha is the way that she consistently, I know that's her mom. I get it. Yeah. But to me, looking at Wanda has talked about, and I know there's a debate of whether or not Wanda was talking about the kids or Mel. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that don't watch, Wanda went on, uh, one of the ladies' mothers went online and was talking about the paternity of one of the kids. And she said, Basically, she was trying to take a shot at Melody being a hoe. And my thing is, <laughs> you could have just said, Melody is a whore and was sleeping around. Right. And what you said was that Martel, the father, needs to get a DNA test. A DNA test involves the baby and Martel. And then she said, I have pictures that I could hold up or something next to mm-hmm. the baby. That is involving the baby. So indirectly, you are talking about my child. And I just wish that it wasn't a, well, my mom was wrong, but because Wanda out of her mouth said, if you talk about my child, I'm going to talk about yours. Forgetting mm-hmm. the reason that she was upset with Kimmy was because Kimmy and Tisha were talking crap on Mel. Mm-hmm. Tisha lied and said they were, and Kimmy said we were. So, Miss um, Van, Melody's mom could have said, oh, now I'm going to talk about your daughter, your grandkids. So mm-hmm. it's a whole lot of mess. And I wish everybody would just say, you know what? Yep. I said it because you did this, even if it was a back and forth. But for Melody to be sitting up there. So. Like you're a part of this cast, even mm-hmm. e- 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 like so. There has to be some interaction. Like half the time she wasn't even looking at him. And if that's the way you feel and you want to pay, we get into that. I get it. But like there needs to be something. So my my when I told you I had my biggest question for me, because I I want to shout out uh you know our our good friends over there, Bravo while black, Aaron and Kaya. I think it was I'm not actually sure which one posted it, but it was the same thing that I was feeling when I was watching. They said that our biggest takeaway from the reunion so far is that melody doesn't seem to be invested in the show anymore. And that's what it feels like to me. It felt like she was sitting there. And I hate to make this comparison because, you know, uh, towards the latter, because, you know, the cast used it against Nene a lot and, you know, and this is how it was, but there were times where like Nene would sit at the reunion and she would just look off and it was, yes. And that black dress. Yeah, she's like very much like I'm above this. I don't know what I'm doing here, but still was like signing off for new seasons and stuff. Yep. It what is what 
like where do we go from here with honestly because like is do we think there's a future where all these cast members are still on the show and if that's the case what does it look like i'd like i don't understand because it just seems like this reunion it seemed like everybody was really engaged in this reunion except melody right i feel like if she felt like i i like you know how she came out so strong out the gate in the beginning Mm -hmm. but she said why she didn't play it like he knows what he said so i appreciated her saying well blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. this is can i can understand how that could hurt your feelings also kimmy saying well, what changed? Because you've been doing interviews. Like, let's get into it like that. Uh-huh. I will say, I thought the same thing. Like, Mel just seems so, like, she's through with the cast. And I, I, I get it because, again, I try to see both sides. I can see how it does look like it's you versus them. Some of it being them. Some of it being you, too, also. It's not just, uh-huh. you know, uh, not just them. And so I thought, like, man, she's successful she's acting she's doing all this stuff maybe she should leave but then i watched this youtuber and she did a just a short video on melody responding to people in the comments like she normally doesn't get in the comments and go back and forth with people one of mel's responses somebody was saying melody doesn't seem invested she doesn't seem to be in this show mm-hmm. and she said would you leave a show that you created, that all came from you. You created it. It was Mm. your concept. This was your baby. Instead, why not asking all the other cast members, why wouldn't they leave? I saw what she meant in that. I think about like my podcast. Like Mm -hmm. if I had a, if it was me and four other hosts and you know, we doing this, we doing this. And then it blows up and they're all together, but we have to come record this every week. If my energy was off, people would be like, Tariq, you just need the show. But no, I, I I did the groundwork. I pitched it. I sent in the tape. I did this. I did that. And you want me to leave what I created? No. Mm-hmm. But that still begs the question. And I don't even have the answer as to then where do we go? Right. It has to go somewhere. Now, she did post. She was filming with Stormy and somebody else. She said she's been filming with a lot of the cast. I don't know wh- where that came from. I don't know if maybe Carlos had a conversation with her because, yeah, in a way, it's like if Melody, I I think about if Melody was pulled from the equation, what would the show look like? But also if the originals were pulled from the equation, Mm -hmm. I still don't think it would necessarily be good because there is a history there. Right. And we want to see it. It How centers did, around those six. Yeah. So it makes sense for them all to be there, but all six of them need to be invested in filming this show and that's where my issue lies i don't want any of them to go i just want it just bothers me when it's like someone sits there and acts kind of like so above it all but still but you're still in in it yes it's like what are we doing yeah it's it's like be honest yes yes i was petty and i did x y and z because of this then it would also make her look more human i get that you got to there are times when you can be in an argument with somebody and you're like, you know what, for my mental health, I'm going to let them say whatever. But that's mm-hmm. not always the case with this stuff, Melody. Right. If she had a never brought, tried to bring on the lady. Because then once it's forced out of you, when you tell the truth, it still looks like you're lying a little bit. So it's like, you can't then say, well, I took accountability mm-hmm. for bringing on the woman. But that's because the questions were being at, like you had no choice to almost like the whole 
picture being sent to Marcel. Yes, he took accountability, but he was forced to take account. To me, that's different. Right. right. Than you just being honest. So I want to know how do we move forward? Is there a world in which Melody could have a partner and Martel could have a partner and they move forward with the other cast? Oh. Like what show, what show would we be, would we, would we be watching then? Because as close know. as these people were, <laughs> mm-hmm. do you think the fracture and the reason they weren't able to hold on to their friendships? Remember when Melody had invited Tisha to that lunch seasons ago with the contractors? Mm-hmm. And she said, I'm giving you the blueprint. And mm-hmm. K- Tisha was excited, but then Tisha went home to Marceau and said, I think Melody wants me to leave my husband by the way i think the hairdresser that they're speaking of was in that season like one time doing melody's hair mm. a couple times mm-hmm. and from what i understand it's martel's cousin that's what oh, i read child i'm in this facebook group love and marriage oh see <laughs> i had not been in there for about a year or more oh so you went down a rabbit hole when i tell you them cast members used to come in there Marcel, oh, oh, they're responding to ev- to every post. Ooh, yeah, the, listen. One thing about the own people, they love they they get in it on social media. Okay, There's did you see Maurice? Did you see what no. Maurice did? <laughs> no, what he do? See, I don't follow many. Like I follow oh. one. Like if uh, if my you know our good friend over there at uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville yes. that page. If she doesn't post it, I usually don't see it. Like I follow another, uh, like maybe two other like DC pages to the LA, you okay. know, Love and Marriage DC. But I don't follow many like. Wait a minute, did you say LA? Are you prophesying? Is there gonna be a Love and Marriage LA? What? Are, no, I said LA. <laughs> oh. I was saying LA. Oh, like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I said, oh, Kendrick is prophesying. No, we need to go to Atlanta first, and then we can go wherever else. But we need it. We need I'm Love and Marriage to... Atlanta first, centered around Mariah. Let's go to. Let's go to. Yes, but let's go to Memphis. Okay. I'm going I'm to tell you some tea offline about something else that I know, but we'll. Okay. That's um, offline. Okay. Okay. Yes. You know, I get a little, a little tea that I don't like to reveal, you know. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little tea for you. We'll, we'll talk okay. about that. Um, okay. 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 I, um, I think. Oh, so I was just telling you tea. I didn't got so excited. Not tea, but um, <laughs> I was just telling you about the. Uh, what we just Maurice. Facebook. Oh, yeah. honey. This wasn't even on Facebook, okay? Oh. This was, he did a video. Oh. The Funky Doniva Awards. And he <laughs> called out YouTubers. <laughs> when oh. I tell you, like, he called out, he tried to slick call out Bondi Blue because Bondi Blue never, like, agrees with him. <laughs> so, like, basically saying she was biased and this and that, but then would give some other YouTubers, like, awards he said he sat down. I and think watched. I saw Funky Dineva accepting yeah. his award. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what did he say? Explain it to everybody. What did he say to? <laughs> but, but but was just like, uh, like if he would be like Kendrick, I appreciate your reviews. You're unbiased. You see it. Uh, you're not one of those that never sees it for me. That like never sees it mm-hmm. my way. So I'm going to give you this award. And then he would jump on, but he may say, but now Taria. Um, you never see it from me. You never see it from my side. I don't think mm. you're, I, I think that you're by, like, really? And I was like, somebody commented, don't you have somebody's credit score to fix? <laughs> you know what? Bye. <laughs> they see. It's, it, it, it was definitely a lot. 
I feel like with Mel and Destiny, I was just and about I'm to sorry, ask you. Okay, I feel yeah. like that's a little different. Um, look, Corey's. I asked him to bring me some baked chicken from Giant, y'all. <laughs> I know that's right. He said, "Do I have to?" They do. Sometimes they have it where they do it in pieces, the dark meat, and I mm. love a drumstick. Except for from eating hip hop wings, which this we're talking about food so random. But I literally had a slice of Lido's pizza, and I was like, "Next time Kendrick comes to town, we have to take him to Lido's because the pizza is so good." But anyway, where did I eat to, from last time? What was the, that? That was close um, to you. That was um. Do we have pizza or do we have? That, Tony, no, that was when was Corey Tony? was taking me back. Oh, it was Tony. That yeah, was Tony's. Yeah. Tony's. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have to get Lido's. She was good too. <laughs> Ooh, Tony's is good. Tony's uh-huh. is good. But he had a calzone from Lido's last night, and I have the pizza. We're definitely be taking you to Lido's when you come back. Okay, okay. Child might see if they ship, but <laughs> 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 but with Destiny and Mel, the only reason I think it's different, I think that Destiny is her, and I think that Destiny thought her and Mel would be able to rebuild. Uh-huh. I think, and to me, this is, well, I'm going to see what you think. I could be wrong. Tell me. Mm-hmm. So Mel says she heard Destiny and uh, Tisha talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever, whatever. She never says. They kind of get back. But at the reunion right before that, Destiny says, I haven't heard from you. I haven't talked to you. Mm-hmm. So her words were, I haven't talked to you. Mel was like, I take a break from everybody when I'm done filming just to get myself together. Mm-hmm. But uh, And she was like, but I haven't heard from you. And Mel was like, but that's not true. And showed all the text messages. Mm-hmm. A part of me thought was Destiny trying to play a little bit of a word game by saying, making it seem as if, Mel, you abandoned me. And Mel is like, girl, mm. I sent you text messages checking in on you. I asked you, did you want to go to lunch? I was in contact with you. I just wasn't talking to you. And then from there, it was like, and then you were talking to my enemy. And then you were, so, because that was, so at the reunion, they addressed Mel taking her break. T- uh, Destiny saying, I haven't talked to you. Mel's like, uh, I text you, da 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 Because even then, Destiny was kind of like, no, you didn't. But then Mel revealed the receipts online. Then we get into the next season and it's, um, not only did you say I didn't talk to you. Um, uh, oh my God, I just had it. Um, I just think it, I just think it, it stemmed from. Oh, not only did did you say I wasn't talking to you, then you were talking to my enemy in the hotel room. I heard you. So now I have an even bigger issue. When I think they could have gotten past that because I truly believe Destiny when she was like, "What did I say? I didn't say anything bad about you." I think Mel should have addressed. Yo, I don't like how at the reunion, because I love how they break the fourth wall and talk about the reunion on the show. Right, right, right. Mel should have been like, at the reunion, you try to make it seem like I hadn't been in contact with you. And that was a lie. I had texted you. I understand if you were upset about me not calling you, but we were in contact. They could have dead at that issue. Then I feel like she could have gave Destiny a little bit more grace and been like, well, I heard you say X, Y, and Z. Uh Because I truly believe that Destiny wasn't talking about her. Here's where I think that because Mel- Melody seems like she has the capability to just cut you off, yeah. like we're not even going to have a conversation. I feel like you wronged me. So for my piece, I'm cutting you off. I think that really hurt Destiny and Destiny could never get past that and be cordial with her because every time she saw her, it was a reminder. So now everything Mel does, 
She breathes. Oh, I can't stand her. Like even Mel coming to Destiny's thing. To me, I feel like it was an all cast event. She should have came. Yes, we did see Mel speak to her, but it was a quick Hey, Destiny, as she kept walking. This yeah. is her event. So I think that she should have went up to her. Hey, Destiny, congratulations. She should have done like Stormy. Yeah. I, I feel like Stormy came with the absolute correct energy. And I'm glad they mended their relationship. Me too. Because one, I think that whole conflict was a, a bypass of Melody, really. Like Destiny getting into it with Melody, Stormy being Melody's friend. It was just, it was drive by shade. And yes, it, was, it, yes. it didn't need to be as big as it was. So I'm glad they've moved on. But I agree with that. I think it should have been more. She so should have hugged her even. Yeah. Even though you didn't invite me, I'm going to support you, sis. Because you knew what you were going to do, confront Wanda. And that's the next thing. Be mm-hmm. honest. Right. I don't agree with Marcel saying, well, I agree with him saying, why Why would you? Because what did he ask her? Like, he, he didn't think that she should have confronted her. I didn't have a problem with her confronting Wanda the way she did. I just wish she had been honest about it and been like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm getting ready to confront you about the stuff that she's, because this is twice now you talked about my kid's hair. Now we're coming to confront you. But she was never quite like, well, then again, you know what, Kendrick? She said she saw the guy that was in the video with Wanda. So I guess <laughs> Mel- Melody could have been telling the truth, but Based on it having to be drugged out of her, again, it still doesn't seem like it's like yeah. what's what's missing. There, there, it, that's what it was. Melody, your intent behind it, mm-hmm. you're acting as if, you know, I was I seen the guy that was saying he had the chopper or whatever for me. So I said, oh, you're the guy. But there was intent behind you saying what you wanted to let him know. Yeah, I'm here now. What's up? You mm-hmm. were saying. But Melody's acting like that wasn't the energy behind it. And it was because it escalated. Because even when she confronted Wanda, she was like, I'm here now. I'm here Mm -hmm. now. Just go with that energy. I think for Mel, she wants to present as she doesn't get petty. She doesn't get turned up. And it's like, you do, and that's okay. These Mm -hmm. are your kids. A byproduct of that is Martell getting involved. So then it became this big thing when you could have been like, yeah, I'm on some energy type thing. You know, I I, I just didn't like that. I wish she had a came in, hug Destiny. I'm here. Good to see you. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Even though you ain't invite me, sis, but I got you. I would have even played it like that. Like I was the bigger person. Yes. Because but for Destiny, a real reality star, girl, this is your business. Mm-hmm. So for you to go stomping off and locking yourself in the back, engage, girl, engage. So everybody... I, I love everything you were just saying. We have uh sure? I, have a, I, feel a like I, lost, I feel like I lost myself. <laughs> no, no, no. I I've I, I stayed with you the whole time. I uh I have a great episode coming out for you guys this Thursday. So this is Monday's episode that you're listening to. Thursday, I sat down with Destiny. And so ah. we're gonna get into a lot of these topics that we're discussing right now. She she spills tea on everything and she gives us more insight about this whole. Monday, oh, okay. the, the melee at Madani, as I like to call it. So I like. So let me ask you this: from you okay. talking to her, mm-hmm. if you had to choose someone to believe on the spot right now, Kendrick, we need you to be a witness on the stand to what Melody is saying or what Destiny is saying. Your gut. Who does your gut say is telling Wait, the truth about what? Because they they've really convoluted. Okay, about um, <laughs> about about, about the whole. Um, I'm sorry. I just um, texted Corey about this chicken he didn't see. <laughs> Wait, 
Because look, because one of them is barbecue. I'm like, no, not barbecue, child. <laughs> uh, the first one. There we go. Okay. Um, and I want some potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> when Destiny said, if I cut Martell off for that, then I've got to cut you off. Because I like mm. about the cheating. I feel like there's some semantics going on. Like when Martell says Melody was cheating on me. Mm-hmm. because technically y'all were married but y'all weren't together because he's never said he's never come out and said somebody finally said that like yes that y'all were legally married but we weren't together Martel mm-hmm. so do you believe destiny in saying like well if I cut Martel off for running around then I gotta cut you off for the same thing like do you think that Ooh. or do you think that destiny is operating like Martell, like technically y'all were legally married, or do you think she really has tea on Melody? Which, by the way, did I miss the part when she was like, don't make me release the tea on you or something, and Melody was like, I wish you would. Go ahead, say it. Yeah, uh, They never, I, I I don't know if it got cut out or what, but they, okay. oh, did they not show that? I don't remember seeing that. Now that I think about it, I don't remember. I thought it was supposed that. to be on part three. Me too. I don't know. That, yeah, then, that's weird. Let me rephrase my question. In all of this drama, the fallout of their friendship. And keep in mind, we recorded this. So full disclosure, everyone. Okay. We recorded this between the airing of the second and third reunion. So I hadn't seen that third part yet before I talked to her. So I think oh, you the part you're asking yet. about. Yeah, I think the part you're asking about was in part three. I, but I, did, I must have missed it because I didn't see it. I watched it last yeah. night. I, I, watched it on, I, I watched it on the app and I didn't see it. Me too. It didn't record on my TV for some reason. So I had to watch it on the app too. On the app. Okay. See, I, see, this is why I like Peacock. Oh, mm-hmm. knock, knock, knock. I need y'all to get rid of them commercials. Yeah. Cause Peacock, I still have the one cause I have Xfinity. So I have the Peacock, the free service, but it does have okay. the commercials, but the longest commercial is 60 seconds. See, that's Child, nothing. I own that be three minutes. And so I'd be like, Child. I promise <laughs> you they started over. I'm like, no, you were right. just like two minutes in, in 10 seconds. <laughs> exactly. It's too much. Before we, uh, who do you? Let me refer. In general, mm-hmm. when you hear Melody talk about her and Destiny's relationship and Destiny, mm-hmm. who do you tend to overall just kind of side with? Uh, so I think that the issue is not about this hotel room with these thin ass walls. I don't know where okay. y'all staying at. A, okay, uh, I don't know what kind of hotel y'all were staying at, but I don't think that was the issue at all. I think that the true issue came out during this reunion. And I think the real issue is that Melody doesn't like the fact that she's continuing a friendship with Martell. I think that's the real issue because it makes more sense to me that Tisha and Destiny were talking about the reunion that they just got done filming than just having a a Melody hate bed. They could, I I don't know. Like I would know if Melody would tell us what she heard, which everyone keeps asking her to do. Right, right. Won't do that. So all I can do is just go with what they actually told us. So I would, if if I'm going on that, it, it seems like, and that's kind of iffy with me too, because she's known, Destiny's known Martell longer than she's known Melody. Yeah. So even though they became like really good friends, I don't, I don't know who her loyalty in that situation would be expected to be to because she's known him longer. They were friends first, but then she became friends with the wife and I, I don't know. So it might be a situation where it's just better off that y'all aren't friends. And, and, and that's, that's okay, what I was so thinking. Time. Yes, right. and I think that that to me, if Melody would have said, you know what, I probably was messed up. Um, 
or I felt like y'all were talking about me. Mm-hmm. I could have been wrong. I still feel it. But at the end of the day, you still communicate with my ex. You and I were talking about how our exes were similar. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that we should have moved forward. But I wonder also, because she talked about, do you think Melody was wrong for being on the nightcap talking about how she gave Melody um, the destiny that money for the utility? I said, now, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Cause you knew there was a narrative about destiny out there anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of like not cool. And she's made it, she's made it cool too. I mean, not cool. She's made it uh public knowledge too, that uh, her business was affected by COVID. She was going through some struggles. She was going through a divorce yeah. like all yeah. of that. And so, yeah, that, that felt like, mad day that nobody wants to admit it was actually mad day you could have just been said if i see a need my friend had a need i filled it Mm -hmm. in order to prove your point about something else but you didn't have to go into it into right like unless then unless destiny was like you've never helped me then it's like "Mm." it felt very much like greg gave you ten thousand dollars gave you ten thousand dollars yeah it was very (laughs) It was a lot. I don't like that either. That's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but speaking of Melody, the last thing I kind of want to talk about, and then I'm going to give you your your, your day back, <laughs> is I kind of want to talk about, you know, the crux of this show now is um, really Melody and Martell in this gross divorce. Yeah, Carlos, I want to... It, it was a lot. It was a lot of crying going on this reunion. And shout out to Kimmy, too. I, yeah. One of the reasons why I, I can barely watch the show live anymore was because, like, Kimmy was my favorite. And it's hard to to watch that. So I have to, like, brace myself and then watch just because I love her as a character so I much. didn't know she had so many more rounds to go. Yeah. And then she said, and this that. was, I will say, she's rung the bell now at this point. Yes, that's what I thing. thought. Okay. Yeah. They, okay. they take this reunion a while ago. Okay. So good. Okay. So yeah. she did do all that. They uh, take it a while ago. Kimmy had an attitude to me that was, I'm over it, but I'm still invested. Like, I have so many bigger things. And you know what? It was during the middle. Of, I, I honestly, it felt to me like she was physically tired. Yes. Yes. Was like posture and stuff Kinda, it didn't yes. feel like melody felt like i'm over this why am yes. i doing it? i'm too and i'm not this. engaging right kimmy was more like i'm physically tired and, and but i'm, I'm being over a this trooper. bs right yeah. and i'm being a trooper by being here so yeah. respect and, we love kimmy respect the kimmy and, and kimmy engaged it was like i'm over, yes i should clarify i'm over this bs i'm calling you out on it yeah like that's like that was like she definitely was in when she could she should have been the one that should have been given almost like you know mm-hmm. you sh- you know like she and she looked really good too she did every yeah. i thought everybody looked fantastic mm-hmm. uh the last thing i just want to talk about was melody and martel there's been this oh, issue man. that's been going on for a while where martel has like openly accused melody of letting too many people babysit their kids. See, Melody has said that's not the case and, you know, so on and so forth. The internet seems to have this discussion where one side kind of says uh, they're they're not with him. They have joint custody. When they're not with you, you don't get a say in who gets to keep your kids. The other side is kind of saying, well, if he's the father that's in town, why not give him the... I don't know what the the first right like first refusal like first right of refusal <laughs> first right refusal yes to, yeah uh, <laughs> to keep the kids and this this is one thing where I've just been like you know what 
I genuinely don't know where to come down on this. So like I'm out of it, but where do you, I don't even know if you can to be honest, but like, um, where do you come down on this whole issue? Cause I know in the past when we've talked about this, you said that uh, you feel like when Martell does stuff like this is to keep control over And that's Melanie. what I was getting ready to say. Okay. That, and then to use it against her by saying, so if I reach out to you, so my thing, I go back. I was think, thinking this through my mind yesterday. Let's go back to what she's not vacationing. Mm-hmm. She's working. And through that work, she's taking care of her kids because you even couldn't because she had to loan you money. Yeah. When she had to pay for the kids and all that, when you were supposed to have them, your credit score dropped 100 points because you weren't paying bills and things. Mm-hmm. So she has to work. However, if the kids are with me, and with how what we've seen Martell do and say when he gets angry, now I say, hey, I just booked a gig. Can I fly out and you keep them? The next time you get mad, it's going to be, I have my kids, even on the weekends that Melody's supposed to have them. So mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to ask you because you're going to turn around and use it against me. Because I thought it was interesting how he said over 20 some people watch the kids. When she said, my brother has watched them once um overnight he didn't dispute that Mm -hmm. so the stuff that melody was saying about who watched her kids Mm -hmm. he didn't dispute so you went from she's had 20 some kids i mean 20 some people watch my kids to when melody was naming things you didn't dispute any of that you know what's funny maybe 20 is martel i'm just putting this together maybe it's his go-to number i thought he was so had (laughs) marceau had 20 20 girlfriends I thought uh, Melody got 20 babysitters. So maybe that's his go-to. I mother. thought Mel was going to say Marceau had 20 girlfriends. I thought that that's what was coming. Like, I thought mm-hmm. she was going to say like. Martel, well, she wasn't going to say that because, you know, she backed them up on that day. And she would look bad by. You know what? Yeah, that's say. true. You know what? That's true. That's, that's true. You know what? That's true. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. I feel like Martel is, is not telling the truth about his issue with. Um, with Melody's brother. I yeah. feel like it is because he's gay and he won't say it yeah. because for their kids to come for their kids to be asking questions about that was the issue for a while. That was the issue. It up. Yeah. Yeah. And when he said Mel, I could see if Mel just met her brother yesterday. He said, I could see if Mel grew up with her brother. She met him when she was 13. Mel is 40. Right. <laughs> right. So she's known him for 20 years. Yeah. Martel, come on. I, I think the issue is that the brother, but he's not going to say that with Carlos sitting there and with the world watching. Right. He's not going to keep saying that's the issue. Right. So I don't agree that Mel has to give him the first right of refusal, especially because the space they're in doesn't allow them to do that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you're going to use this against me. And right. the people that don't like Mel aren't going to want to hear she was working to make money to pay for these kids and the people that like Mel are going to be, she was working to, and, and then it's going to get all mm-hmm. messy like it is now. So it's like, I feel right. like they, on their days off, as long as my children aren't being harmed, aren't being abused, mm-hmm. at least my thing would be, at least don't leave the kids with no one that I don't know. You, yeah. He knows her brother. Mm-hmm. He knows her mom. He knows her aunt. So that would be my thing. Can we come to an agreement where mm-hmm. you don't leave my kids with someone I don't know? And if it comes down to that, then can you call me and I'll take the kids, even if we have to put it in writing that way mm-hmm. he can't use it against her. 
later on down the line. I think that would be a fair compromise, but you're not going to tell me I can't have my brother or my mom watch my kids. Even if I was going out of town mm-hmm. for, I'm going to spend a quick night over here. I mean, doesn't um, Melody have the kids most of the time anyway? I, I don't know. They have. I don't understand their custody. custody I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't understand okay. it either. Okay. But I, I that's, that was my exact point too. I first of all, I I don't think I believe ever the twenty number because that seems to be the number that he throws out there. Right. But if he was saying that it's people that he doesn't know, then I would understand that. Yeah, and I would me be too. Like, okay, then let me. Like that's fair. That's fair. But I don't. With them, they argue and throw out these huge accusations on each other so much that I honestly you and your ugly shoes right. <laughs> I said, see now that's the male I want to like be truthful like in your petty right we like by the way I, I like those shoes we got them shoes male back up right what's, what's wrong what's wrong with a bob what's wrong with them uh, what, shoes what, I don't, I don't what's wrong with a bob something right. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that meme that's gone around and it's like it's like the smallest thing will turn me off. Like, why did you go to the beauty shop and get a bob? Like, why did you do that? <laughs> Look, when Nene was yeah, fold up, fold it up, fold up. Something I've been trying to figure out how to use that. Like, some what's wrong with the bob? I don't know. Something, <laughs> very much something. Oh my god, we By have. Way, exhausted- do, you be- do you believe that that she got that twenty million dollars settlement? I'm not seeing it reported everywhere, but I've seen it reported. I ain't seen it reported nowhere. What you? So they're that, saying that, that Bravo and her came to an agreement. Yes, that's what they're saying. No, that's right. I said for, for twenty million, child. Fuck being back on the show. I mean, I'm going <laughs> to create my own show. Right? How about that? Online. How about Cut that? Cut down the overhead, and Shoot. I'll watch it. Life okay. with life with. She used to have life with leaks on the YouTube. I watch that. There we go. I can listen. I know to that's right, Lanicia. Yeah, I want her to get a podcast. Me too. And I just be here. I, I love Nene. I recognize her flaws. I recognize her strengths. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize her for me. She's the best housewife to ever do it. Hands ever. down. Yes. And that shouldn't be a question if you listen to this podcast. Okay. Don't okay. do it. Y'all, we have exhausted the... I can't believe we only talked about three shows. I know. <laughs> I know. Lord. Like... I it told her I would just go do a quick little, a quick little yang 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 around fun. the house. But yeah, we, well, I know that never works out when we plan to talk because <laughs> we end up talking about everything in the world. So, so Rhea, thank you for being here. Thank you for talking about all of the things, all of the oh, things. I love it. Me. I um, hope I made sense. I feel like you did. I'm not joking, but like sometimes I'm like, did COVID do something to my like? Listen, am, I, am I still am I on the right path? <laughs> I'd be trying not to don't think about it. I'd be trying not to think about it because you know I've gotten it before too. And yes, yeah, you know, I just be I'm just I just try to show up to work every day. <laughs> Kendrick, I said I told Corey I've never felt like nothing like I've never felt anything like that in my body in life and don't ever mm-hmm. want to feel that again. Again, again. I know. Lord. The only <laughs> thing is it is helping with my um because I have really got serious. I was like, I have really got to get this weight off that I had gained so let's get it and i said well come on not come on COVID, but there's a bright side to everything <laughs> there you, my you bright the side, silver lighting, okay shot my bright side is that waistline says tell a friend to tell a friend i know that's right she's coming okay. it's not better, quite there yet back 
better to get it from COVID than stealing uh diag better patients medicine with Ozempic and all. You know what? Let me. I don't know what y'all doing out there. Let me stop. I'm not gonna reach out too much, but leave it for the diabetics that need it. Okay, Taria, tell them where they can find you. <laughs> I'm sorry. They got me. I'm. I, they got me mad about this shit. But I'm just tell the people they can find you. Oh okay. <laughs> I'm coughing. I, I, was, I was trying to hit the mute button. And I... <laughs> I'm sorry. Ooh, that I just... was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. I got something to tell you offline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it ties into what you said, y'all. First of all, Kendrick, thank you so much for having me. I love recording with you, and I'm just gonna say this. I am super proud of you as a friend, everything that you're doing with your podcast, with your brand. I'm so excited for you. I know that this is something you want, and I'm just uh, honored to be able to like watch it. Like, I feel like I have a front row seat along with your other friends, just watching all this Mm -hmm. happen for you. So I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Neil. (laughs) Oh, that was almost. Okay. Now, I, t- I told Corey, my earrings make me want to be like, uh-huh, and, and, and. You better come out with what they call uh, uh, do-knockers, do-knockers. With my letter T. With my letter T. Yeah, that's um, right. The hair store has the best stuff, and it don't okay. be turning neither. I love the hair store. But um, don't y'all white folks go in there trying to take our stuff because we need something. Anyway, <laughs> um, guys, you can find me um, on Instagram at WeGo, W-E-I-G-O podcast, Twitter, we go podcast. I am now a TikToker-ish, meaning I'll be hey. to do a TikTok a day, but it'd be feeling like every, I don't know, 19 days, but I'm going to get better. <laughs> um, but you can find me on TikTok at We Go Podcast and the number one, because I don't know who has We Go Podcast out there. Um, oh, you can find me on, what's that called? Patreon, patreon.com slash We Go Podcast, where I have, I have been consistent but this last like week and a half COVID had your girl on her back so I wasn't able to really post but I will be posting um the episodes come out on Mondays and Thursdays y'all um and I think that's the only place I am now and possibly maybe YouTube in the future something that I am considering so yep that's that's and that I do have a channel it's at we go podcast so if you want to follow now you're more than welcome to do that. Nothing over there, but you know. There you go. We love that, y'all. Of course, you you know where to find me. You're here. So <laughs> <laughs> I I love y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for sticking around. Y'all know I, y'all say y'all like the lengthier episodes. So here you go. We talked about everything under the sun, and I hope y'all enjoyed it. That's me. That's Taria. And we'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.